0: Casto, hello and welcome to the Anime Boomer podcast. This is Gator, anchoring the ship here, the captain of the ship, uh, and here is my uh, my first mate, Spooky Weeb Trash. How you doing, Spooky?
1: I'm I'm glad to be riding on this SSS uh, Anime Boomers ship here with my fellow Butt Pirates.
0: That's right, here big bad, bad booty, booty warriors. Uh huh. And speaking of big oh, bad we've already booty made it warriors, gay. holy shit! I know I don't think uh, it's five seconds, right? And speaking of Big Bad Booty Warriors, we have with us Flamenco, the king of the VTube grind set. How you doing, Flamenco?
2: Maybe not, like, the king. I think there's, like, bigger VTuber things out there. But, like, it is definitely, if you're doing live streams right now, it's uh, probably the, the best way to get a lot of viewers really quickly. Holy shit. <laughs> Just accept well, the compliment. I'm the king
1: star of VTuber drama. That's right. <laughs>
2: Pupper
0: star, there you go.
1: Now you just have to call Alex the N word, and then you'll be good to go.
2: Yeah, exactly. We need like a we need like a secondary website that I can do that on. Odyssey, maybe. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, maybe. Wait, maybe. can you do that on Odyssey? I think so. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, but we are gathered here with a very special guest, the legendary master of. One Piece lore himself. Monkey Jones. How are you doing, Monkey?
1: That's Simeon Jimmy, Jimmy yeah, to you? yo, yeah, yo, oh, dreaming. No.
3: Don't, oh, no. Dreamin', don't give it up, Luffy. Dreaming. Don't give it up, I'll if I have to. Yeah. So, dreaming. Don't give it up, Nami. Don't give right. it so up. So is it,
1: is it Simeon Jimmy or Monkey Jones? We respect people's names. That's so right. is right. Monkey Jones your dead, dead name? name?
3: <laughs> you know, you can call me anything you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. Mm. That's what my grandpa would always say. How often was he late for dinner? <laughs> uh, he was all often late. Ah, we, we did not invite him on time. He was very frustrated about it.
1: Can I call you um a gay? F-
3: I'm used to it, so you know what.
1: Okay, Gary will have to censor me saying. F-
3: I'm sorry. The only grandpa I'm focused on today is Grandpa Garp.
0: Mm. That's right, good old based monkey D Garp. We're here to talk right. about One Piece. So. Let's start with uh, the very basics. So, what got you into One Piece? Where was your uh, your first adventure with the Straw Hat crew?
3: I believe I was approximately nine years old watching Toonami back in the four kids dub days when One Piece was not real One Piece, but I was still addicted to it. And then I took about, I'd say, a 15-year hiatus, and then recently jumped back in and caught up. So I'm an old-school fan
0: and a new-school fan at the same time. That's the best way to do it. Um, I'm actually waiting for... I'm reading the manga up to date, but I'm actually like... I, I think I started Whole Cake Island, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait, let it build up a little bit, and then just bulldoze my way through the anime. But I've been keeping up with the manga. Uh we're kind of nearing the, the climax and the finale here. Uh, it seems like a lot of these different forces are starting to align and you know But of course, you know, Oda's been saying, Oh, I'm I'm you know, we're near the end, we're near the end, and it's been like, you know, ten years later and we're still not quite there yet.
2: I think he said like um, I think he said when Wano started that the story was about seventy five percent completed. God. So another uh, twenty years, um... got it. Yeah, <laughs>
3: My guess would be since Oda is so um, autistic when it comes to numbers and he'll do just so many number puns and like something will happen exactly 500 chapters after it happened originally and stuff. My guess would be since One Piece started, I believe, in 1997, uh, 30 seems like a nice round number. So I-, I could see One Piece ending in 2027 to get a 30 year run.
2: Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. It's definitely not going to happen this year. So we he's he can't go for uh 25.
3: I bet we won't even get out of Wano this year.
2: I I that's a that's a pretty reasonable take. Um maybe uh we might cuz I, I I have a feeling we're probably going to have another like uh rest of the world uh kind of sequence after Wano concludes. So I, I can definitely see that happening.
3: I'm still in the camp that Wano will be five acts instead of three, so I think we might get more around-the-world updates when Act 3 comes to an end, hopefully in the next few chapters. Okay. Ideally, for me, it would be like... Like, if I, if I was in charge of writing One Piece, and if I was, it would be complete dog shit, so Oda should not take my advice. But I would like to see... Act 3 end in horrible tragedy, like Kaido fucking obliterates Luffy and he does his victory screech that Big Mom was teasing. And then, like, Act 4, I would like to see a 10-chapter Kaido flashback with the Rock's crew and all that. And then finally, uh, you know, Act 4 ends with Luffy getting back up and winning. And then Act 5 can just be the conclusion of Wano and, you know,
0: Chopper can cure all the smiles and all that shit. See, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking, because they've got so much that they've got to like get through when this chapter is over, because like the entire world's gonna change. So they're gonna have another, you know, what's going on with everybody else, sort of keeping up with the Joneses arc. And then I feel like there's gonna be a lot of like cleaning up after it, and there's gonna be a lot of like character development and building, and there's so many like these loose threads that they haven't tied up yet. So yeah, I think your five act uh your five act thesis is probably correct. Uh, have they know, um the have course- they done
2: because uh, i because i'm I, I don't by the way we're, we're probably going to get into spoilers everybody so, oh, you know, uh, so
1: i was gonna say i was gonna say in case you hear like, before someone comments spooky retrash is very quiet during this episode because i i have not seen one piece since um uh toonami since uh chopper was introduced that was like over fi- probably over 15 years ago yeah. so i'm i'm a uh, pretty far away in the story, so I, I'm mostly here to listen and uh, interject whenever I. Well, let's just talk can. about
3: East Blue then, just to be safe. Okay, so no. this, this, this guy Don Krieg, he really wants to get a, a ship that's shaped like a boat. He thinks that's going to help him become pirate king. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah that that is that is like kind of funny to think of in terms of like the power scaling. That's uh going that that's gone on in One Piece. And I'm actually like legitimately surprised that Arlong didn't like just get fucking uh murked by a low ranking uh Marine captain on the Grand Line during the whole uh um what was the what was the what was the crew that he was part of before? Cody Jones, right? right? Yeah, the Sun Pirates, yeah. Like, I'm I'm really surprised that Arlong just didn't get, like, one-shotted by uh, somebody while he was in the uh, the Sun Pirates crew because, uh, holy shit, he would probably get his shit pushed in really hard. Okay, here's my
3: Arlong theory. We have not seen Arlong since Luffy defeated him fucking 20-some-odd years ago. He hasn't—so many characters have come back after 20 years. Arlong has not. My theory— Arlong is a slave to the Celestial Dragons at Mary Joas, or however you want to pronounce that shit. And when they finally go there, I think Nami might be the one to free Arlong from slavery. I think that would be a good
2: character arc. Hmm. So you think that there's going to be an incident where the uh, Straw Hats are actually going to be going there?
3: Oh, 100%. I think that's Uh where they're going to fight the Elder Stars and fight Eam and all that
2: because, like, I, like just in terms of, like, progression, they're, like, probably halfway through the New World, and I'm just wondering how they would, like, go back.
3: I'm guessing after they go to Laugh Tale and, you know, learn the true history, Luffy is going to have a personal connection to whatever they find there, and it's going to piss him off, and he's going to want to take down the world government personally.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like that's a, that's the that's like the interesting thing, um, with uh with, with like kind of the story elements that's been going on. Like largely uh Luffy has like very little reason to give a shit about the uh the broader world government plots. Um it's just generally whenever they fuck with him, uh he he gets really pissed off about it.
3: When they fuck with his friends especially, he'll do anything yeah. to So I think if the world government did you know, kidnap Sabo, because we know something bad happened to Luffy's brother Sabo recently, but we don't know what. Maybe we'll have a Marineford 2 situation, although I really hope Oda does not repeat the same exact thing again, but who knows?
1: Wait, is that the really hot Luffy's brother, the guy who does flame, or is that guy the one that died? That's
2: eight. Ace. Ace so, is the one. They the both do flame. They both do oh. flame, but Ace Ace died, and then his oh. devil fruit got... Uh, i guess uh inherited by um his uh adoptive brother sabo
1: oh okay you see well is sabo just as hot as ace or is a uh, sabo kind of be- looks like
3: sanji oh
2: yeah but with a really cool scar on his eye
3: so it's like steampunk sanji
2: yeah he fights with like a a big metal pipe yeah and he's got goggles and shit here i'll bring up a oh. picture of him and a top hat yeah, yeah, Sabo's design really is kind of steampunky. Uh, without like without like the really obnoxious shit that you see with uh, uh well, steampunk.
1: Top top head autist, I see. Fuck, ace is so much better. I'm judging this like just on the most shallow way possible. No, so you're anyway. right, Ace
2: is better. I don't really like Sabo. <laughs> Sabo feels a little tacked on. Like they they um uh, sabo gets introduced like right after ace dies in a in a flashback and then it's like a, a fake out oh he got killed but like there's no fucking way you're gonna show us all this shit and then sabo just fucking dies there's no way yeah and uh and uh yeah luffy luffy gets to meet up with him because luffy wanted to uh stop ace's devil fruit from uh being inherited by somebody he didn't like i guess not even
0: just somebody he didn't like, but literally it was uh, like one of the Blackbeard Pirates, because Jesus Burgess was there to try to take it.
3: Luffy wanted to give Ace's fruit to one of his crewmates, and I, I believe Frankie said no thanks, uh, and then eventually he meets Sabo and says,
2: oh fuck, you just take it. Yeah. I, I think it was more, I, I, like, I don't, I, I, I actually don't know, was it, did he really want to give it to, like, one of the crewmates? It, he offered it to
3: Frankie, and Frankie said, I'd rather keep my okay. ability to
2: swim. Yeah, which is funny because he's
0: a giant fucking robot man, so he's gonna sink anyway. <laughs> yeah,
2: would if if Frankie like if Frankie turned himself into a boat, like if that was like one of his transformations, but then like he eats a devil fruit would the, would the boat just like lose all buoyancy immediately and start sinking.
3: Well, Brook can run on
2: water, so my guess would be no. Yeah, well, being on t- yeah, but being on top of water doesn't seem to to affect it. Like it, it's there, there's like a really weird autism when it comes to like, well, do you have devil fruit powers if you're in a bath? And it's just like kind of maybe like people can take that's baths right. with devil fruit abilities and not fucking die. So yeah, does it, don't
1: they drown in water? That's the whole shtick. Is like you take the the fruit and then you can't you can't swim, but you have like
2: godlike abilities. It's um it's that but also you become extremely lethargic when you uh when you're submerged in water.
1: Oh. So uh, has there ever been a bath episode like an onsen episode with them? And then <laughs> Yeah, there's well, there a, was the there's lady. A bath
3: episode they they they're in Alabasta kingdom and they save the day. They're all in the bath and there's this beautiful princess named Vivi and they want to spy on Vivi and nami in the bath. And oh. Vivi, Vivi's own father is peeping on his own daughter What the in that scene.
2: <laughs> well, he's peeping on Nami. Well, they're and together. It's, <laughs> and it's funny. And it's funny too because that scene like later got retconned. It's like Luffy actually wasn't peeping because of like some shit. Because they're trying to make it like like Oda really wants to make it that like Luffy is completely immune from lust. He 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 is only like is on he an incel? Male gr- uh, no, he's Valsell. He's Sigma male Valsal. He's, Sigma male <laughs> that's yeah, he's right. pretty I love with adventure. He's a Chad asexual. Yeah.
0: He's a food sexual. He just loves to just, just food. That's it.
1: There's a
3: panel where he walks in on Boa Hancock topless and he says, wait, that's not food. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it can be. Yeah. But it... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Milky, Milkies are definitely food. Hey, Spooky, did you ever get to the Amazon Lily art? No, she only got to Drum Island, oh, she said. Yeah. only Drum Island. Dang.
1: Like, my, uh, my boyfriend's watching her and now, so every once in a while, I'll, I'll watch it with him just to see what stupid shit's happening, but uh,
0: I'm, I'm completely lost. Well, yeah, he meets uh, Boa Hancock in this, this island of, of nothing but Amazons, and, like, the first time they meet him, he had, like, eaten some weird mushroom that causes these weird mushrooms to grow all over his body. And see, mm-hmm. most of the Amazons hadn't seen men before, and I think you can tell where this is going. So,
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> so <Yeah>. the Amazon,
0: <laughs> so the Amazon, like finds Luffy, and it's just like, oh, look, it's a flat-chested Amazon. What are you doing out here in the middle of nowhere? And you've eaten this mushroom that makes these weird growths appear all over your body. Yeah, so more
2: mushrooms starts... appear on his body, and so and it's she like this likes... mushroom won't come off.
0: Yeah, she starts picking all the mushrooms off his body, and then she grabs this one, and she's like, huh, that's weird. This mushroom won't come off. Wait, why is it stretching? Yeah. That's so weird.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Actually, so, so
1: it's canon of like his uh, his mushroom cana uh, stretch really yes. long, huh?
2: <laughs> yes, Luffy. uh, Luffy's. Gumbel Which is Gumbel. probably good because he probably would have gotten it ripped off otherwise.
1: You know what? That's I. I it's. I'm I'm glad I'm glad Oda decided that uh, he just put that canonically of like what Luffy's dick does uh, because you know like that's the first question everyone in their head when you're like, oh he stretches what does his fucking dick do? Well, here's you know?
3: the fun fact: in the manga, between chapters, Oda will answer fan questions, and like one of the very first questions he ever got was, "Does every part of Luffy stretch?" And
2: Oda was very clear that yes, they all do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it even goes into like the fact that apparently um his bones are also made of rubber to an extent.
3: Uh oh, in okay. like
2: every part of him, yeah. Even yeah. his veins. Yeah. So, so he's he... able to uh inflate his bones to make him like a lot bigger, essentially. So
1: he can't break his bones, essentially. Is is it or Because it's well, made out of rubber. So
2: um in like probably the most divisive thing about One Piece, I would say, um, was the introduced, the introduction of uh hockey, specific, specifically armament hockey, which basically is okay, I've created a a subclass of devil fruit users that are one hundred percent immune to all damage except for one very specific thing that sometimes doesn't even make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Um I need to figure out a way to, like, fix this. And it's basically, you attack their spirit and it causes physical damage to them, even if, like, they would otherwise be immune to it due to their physiognomy.
1: That sounds silly, but... Speaking
3: of uh, Luffy breaking bones, it is canon, as of Whole Cake Island, when uh, Sanji kicks one of Luffy's teeth out of his mouth, so he's missing, you know, one of his bones... Uh, the solution is, if he just drinks a glass of milk, his tooth will grow back. So yeah. I I guess uh, his bones cannot be permanently damaged.
2: He learned it from Brooke, so, I mean, that yeah. makes sense, Yeah, you know? All Brooke has to do is drink milk, and suddenly all of his uh, bone damage just gets completely uh, fixed.
3: Yeah. Which I, I really do like that. I, I like the cartooniness of, like, the logic.
2: yeah. I mean it, like it, cuz One Piece One Piece uh can get really fucking dark but yeah, it also yeah. has it also has like a lot of like cartoonish uh comedic elements too to like kind of lighten the mood which is uh very nice I believe cuz it, it it's sometimes like really hard to go like all in on one thing all in on that sort of stuff like I think that's like maybe where Naruto fails a little bit is that the it's just all grim, dark Lincoln Park AMV shit. Whereas One Piece, <laughs> like, you know, you know, oh, I want to invite the skeleton because he's a skeleton and you, we get to, we you get know to have a skeleton on our party.
1: You know what? You figured, like, the DMC has, like, completely fucked over at the AMV crowd, right? And and it is true to some extent. But, um, like, me and the boyfriend were looking up, like, AMV, like, L- Lincoln Park for bleach or whatever. Like, just cringe shit to watch and one like one of the top few videos for some like two years ago has 12 million views it was a lincoln park bleach amv and the yeah. quality was actually really shit And i was like this motherfucker has 12 million views and uh i guess it's still a thing you just have to look in the right places so
0: yeah <laughs> that's like my favorite thing is like the teenage edgelords that would go and make these like hilariously like just over-the-top AMVs to, like, fucking, like, You shit. God my life in two pieces! And it's just Vegeta yeah. getting kicked in the dick over and over again.
1: <laughs> I I still miss the AMV hell era. That's, uh... We, uh if it, there's any way to get through the copyright of that, we could uh, we should do, like, a drunk AMV hell watch together. see Just to see if it holds up. So do What is Monkey,
2: uh, how, like, is this your only? Is this the only like uh piece of like anime slash manga that you uh generally read?
3: I've seen all of Naruto, uh, and then you know your classic stuff like Death Note and the Full mm-hmm. Metal Alchemist, but I, nothing really too niche.
2: Yeah. So you so you get to you get to like completely dodge like a severely autistic subsection of the anime audience, which is uh probably probably very good. enjoyable.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah i think most of the stuff i've enjoyed has been pretty mainstream
2: yeah
1: are you open to watching more um uh like just more niche anime or i guess uh, even more uh, artsy, artsy fartsy, fartsy, fartsy kind too
3: back <laughs> in high school me and my buddies uh got together to watch boku no pico so if that counts oh no, no that's another classic i would
2: recommend yeah <laughs> just uh just a good healthy time with the boys
1: you know? <laughs> yes so uh, I mean, you like movies, right? Monkey? Yeah. Uh, watch anything about Satoshi Kon because Satoshi Kon's movies are more like traditional, um, what would be considered movies, not just like like you know cheesy anime movies. Like
2: they're more actual film. I think you yeah. would call them film. Yeah, like actual film.
1: Mm-hmm. So they're they're a good like way to start off to you know start your palette of anime. But there's all sorts of different interesting kind like anime out there, um, like experimental, like not what you would expect. Um, not just like um not just like shonen or waifu bait so i mean if you need like anime recommendations we can definitely like give you some in case you're ever just like i don't know i want to watch something different um like serial experience lane gets brought up a lot that's like what are, like mine and gators What's one of our favorite animes? um which is about um it, it's more it's about a girl being sucked into the internet but there's more to it than just that it's a little bit kind of like surrealist art, but there's also like you have to listen to what they're saying in order to figure out exactly what's going on. But it's real, really good at store more relevant now than ever. Yeah, I there's a lot of
2: transhumanist shit in there, I think, mm-hmm. too. So yeah, if, you, if you guys have some uh,
3: some Kino recommendations uh, of uh, anime films, I definitely
2: would check those out.
1: Mm-hmm. I've
2: got some for manga, but uh, not really for anime specifically.
1: Uh, Yeah, manga is a good medium. Also, if you don't, you like reading One Piece manga, right?
3: Yeah, I only read the manga. I don't really like the anime.
1: So manga is even more experimental than a lot of anime is nowadays, because you can take a lot more risk because it's not as obviously expensive. So but there's like a whole sorts of like different mangas you could read.
3: Um, I've been interested in reading Chainsaw Man, if you guys know what
2: that is. Yes, yes, it is really good.
1: Chainsaw yeah. Man is probably honestly like I've, I've been watching anime for like most of my life. That is one of the best mangas I've ever read. Oh shit! Ever.
2: I might have to start that tonight then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chainsaw Chainsaw Man um, Chainsaw Man is definitely kind of making me hopeful for this next wave of like shonen manga. There's like been some kind of uh, shitty ones as of lately, but there's been some like really good ones too, like that um jujutsu is pretty good
1: i mean if you like shonen demon slayer is pretty fucking kino like the animation is fucking out there like it is phenomenal yeah
2: the demon slayer anime is uh pretty fucking phenomenal when it comes to um just animation sequences in general the manga's okay um it's not like the best well, I, I i definitely i definitely will agree that um It kind of falls off near the middle and has like kind of a lackluster conclusion, but it's still like relatively solid.
1: Well, yeah, it's like I normally with anime, um, the way it's structured, it's most of the time anime, unless it's like its own original IP. If it's based off a manga, it's more advertisement for the manga, because normally at the end of the season, it's like, okay, this is a really awkward ending. That's because they want you to continue reading in the manga.
2: Yes, Demon Slayer.
1: Well, what? Well, hold on. With Demon Slayer in particular, it's one of the few ones where I would recommend. Like, you could. I, I enjoy watching the anime more than I do read the manga. Because the anime is so, so fucking good. They
3: recently everything. had a movie in theaters, didn't they? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So what? What? Um. What What's been going on lately, specifically due to COVID? Um. You've seen like a couple of. Uh, You've seen a couple of uh, anime based off of manga for going the, the generally traditional route of like, you know, how we've had, uh, you know, One, Piece, One Piece's anime kind of is really hard to watch due to that. Uh, it'll It's an ongoing series that's also got an ongoing manga series that's, and the anime constantly catches up to it. So it has to go through a lot of uh, rigmarole, filler. either through, yeah, filler arcs or... Um, extremely, extremely awkward pacing to, um, to, to meet that deadline. Um, but now there's, um, I, cause I, and I'm, I'm fairly certain it's probably because of COVID, um, the demon slayer anime and also Dr. Stone have opted to kind of sticking to, um, instead of like even a traditional 26, uh, episode run of a season, or even a 13-episode run of a season, they've instead opted to make like, okay, we're going to adapt this arc, and we're going to do it on our pace, and once that arc is done, we're going to stop, and then we're going to start working on the next arc, and it'll be out when it's out. Um, which like, is a little weird if you watch like seasonal animes, but it's also probably the most like healthy way to go about it. Because then you don't have to deal with any awkward pacing. You have, like, all the source material ready at, ready to go. I don't know. I think it's going to work out pretty well.
3: Well, I know that Toei animation is greedy as fuck. So I'm guessing after One Piece ends, they're going to reanimate it to fit the manga better. In oh, which yeah. case,
2: I, I think that'll be pretty Kino, you know, 10 years from now. Oh my god, yeah. Holy shit. A modern animated, like east blue arc holy fuck that would be really good yeah. with
3: proper pacing and everything
2: oh cutting out all Ooh. of the
0: filler just the just yeah the, just the essence of the entire arc put together that would be nice yeah but you
1: know yeah i mean do you i mean you said they're they're like essentially uh they're toe-way animation in echo chambers but um did you did you hear about what they're doing to like a lot of the anime youtubers that they're copyright striking them to hell and back almost annihilating their channel
3: Yeah, I followed the totally not Mark drama because I do watch his One Piece videos and his Naruto videos, and yeah, it's just it's bullshit. Like, fuck those people. There's no justifying it. He he said that we should boycott them, and I agreed, and then he kind of cucked and said, no, no, I I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Don't boycott them.
1: I don't know. I think that could uh, risk potential sponsorships. You know, because if. uh, if uh, if you're getting sponsored by an anime streaming website then uh you know saying that you should pirate anime it would be uh well, not Last very time I checked, luck.
3: totally not mark is only sponsored by like fucking shave your balls and you know that kind of stuff so <laughs> hmm.
1: sponsored by shave your balls <laughs>
3: yeah i think that's what they're called uh, it's manscaping but Mans- that's essentially oh, yeah. what it is yeah <laughs> they should just but, take um, that
0: url shaveyourballs.com i think they might have it yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Check it. I'm not gonna open it up because I don't want it to open up on stream.
1: This is like complete fetish material of like seeing grown men shave their balls. Maybe that's a thing people jerk off to. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't looked that up.
2: Wow, <laughs> it is. Uh, it is not a. Uh, it's not a registered domain. You can buy it for two thousand five hundred and ninety-five dollars. Oh my god! That's honestly, sealed. that company should, yeah. Well, that's yearly though. That's yearly.
1: Uh-huh. Mumpy, you should buy a- it. Go just fund redirect me. it to your website, your YouTube channel.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll get right on that.
0: Just hashtag shave your balls. There you go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you should be. In, you should. They should be paying you for this advice. Yeah, they uh, should. I'll. I'll. <laughs> I'll send them an email.
1: Speaking Send of emails, an email, ask for a
0: I, check. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: Speaking of email, I actually emailed you uh as inviting you onto our podcast. I don't know if you ever check your email, but uh <laughs> but it should be on there. I was like, "Anime Boomers Podcast," and I I did that, and I waited two weeks. I was like, "Okay, you didn't respond," and then I was like, "Okay, I'll just message you on Twitter because uh yeah,
3: other Twitter is much better for me. I I have probably fifteen active email accounts, and my phone does not like to update me on all of them."
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, like it was on a lot so I noticed that you and kino you guys share a lot of the same audiences and they were yeah. like, yeah, you just message Monkey and say, "Hey, you want to come on and talk about One Piece for 2 hours?" and he'll probably say yes. And that's exactly what I said for beta <laughs> <laughs> you said yes. So.
0: Yeah, that's all it takes. That's just the secret to success. You just ask somebody and then hope to god they say yes. That that was that's been our secret and so far we haven't gotten no yet. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know, I we got have, a maybe. I might have.
2: Yeah. <laughs> From Turkey
0: Tom, it, works, it, like, it works.
2: sometimes. He was just like, I don't know what. Give us, t- give me ten thousand dollars. Well, well turkey Wait, does Turkey Tom, Tom like, even watch anime?
1: Yes, I already just lost after anime, bussy. Um, because I know he retweets anime girls. I don't know if he like watches watches anime though. Maybe that's don't the thing. i That's the thing I've noticed a lot of Zoomers. It's like they like anime aesthetic, but not a whole lot of them watch like anime itself. I what think, is the I
3: purpose of is definitely retweeting? Why does he retweet anime girls? Why would you do that? Uh, he wants to fuck them. have yeah, anime wh- titties. You, you want everybody who follows you to see which anime girl you want to fuck?
1: It's sharing. Yeah. is yes. caring. Okay, sharing is motherfucking caring. Look, I see big anime titties. I'm like, the world needs to see more of this, and so I do it. I At retweet
3: when, it. when Justin Wang does it, it's like a real woman. I don't know why anybody would retweet a cartoon.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, listen. Because they
3: look it, like, autism, uh, they look like humans. Okay? It should be a private shame that we all have. You don't need to share that with everyone, I don't think.
1: You're all the fucking anime boomers podcast. Yeah. We have talked about several times <laughs> who our waifus is, okay? But, I mean, talk- that's fine. That's fine. Oh, that's fine, so, but not I retweeting guess, anime girls? Well, it's like,
3: everybody, I want you to see specifically what I'm jerking off to right this second. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know if you need to do that.
1: Oh, oh, okay. So you're talking about like just like bare naked ones, not just like not like
3: Coomer well, I've not seen Turkey Tom's Twitter. I don't know what he's retweeting. I might be out of line here.
2: Like I can <laughs> understand a concept of something like my anime list. I just can't understand a concept of like my wanking list, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> It's like this is this is what I uh this is what I abused myself to today <laughs> like, I, I I took a look at this and I was just like bah! yeah like I don't I don't I don't get that I don't get that it is weird but like oh,
1: there's I mean there's um I mean so what I what I'll do is I'll retweet like just just like art in general, but like sometimes you see big anime todays not necessarily Nike, but I try not to do that but I'll retweet anime girl. I yeah, will
2: say this. I will say this as a person who covers like, uh, things on live streams with, uh, Twitter as like a, a, a source for where you get like some information, at least of it's, accounts. Yeah. Of it's things, not
1: like not corpse Twitter. The that, like, Holy the shit. Fact <laughs> that, the
2: fact that like you're allowed to post porn on Twitter is like really fucking weird. It is, it is very bizarre that Twitter is like, yeah, no, you can post, you can post porn on here. Well, I don't know. I was, Dude, when I'm checking Twitter at that. work,
0: following ken Ashcorp and necro 13 is like a fucking russian roulette i don't know if i'm gonna be scrolling through twitter in the middle of work and just suddenly animate tits it's like
2: oh shit yeah it's, I mean, it's really weird
1: i mean um well it, that's the thing though is like because it allows porn like it shouldn't allow like 13 year olds on there or people under the age of 18 you know <laughs> yeah should probably uh make that 18 plus which i, I was talking to someone um, just yesterday about that and apparently on the google app store and also um apple it's labeled 18 plus before you download the app itself yeah but on the actual like website you can still register if you're under the age of 18 which is very degenerate like i, mean, I, I shouldn't post, be allowed you can, to you see can post someone porn on
2: discord and it's the same way with that one too
1: I, I should not be allowed to see someone under the age of 18's opinion that is much yeah. you know, yeah. answer than anime porn, if you ask me. True,
2: true. But yeah, um, what, what's uh,
1: what else about One Piece? I, I <laughs> I'm, <Yeah>. I'm lost. <laughs> so
2: I guess like uh, I guess like an interesting subject for the podcast might be at least for the people who do watch One Piece. Uh, what was your um? What was your what's your favorite arc of One Piece so far? I guess. Should
3: I go? Huh. Yeah, go ahead. Should I go first? Yeah,
1: you you yeah. are a guest, uh huh. Oh
3: cool. Okay. My favorite arc is Impel Down, which is the prison break arc where Luffy has to break into the the big underwater pirate prison to save his brother and he teams up with all the enemies who he defeated in the past who are now locked up. I just think it's pure kino and Bon Clay, Mr. 2 in that arc, he transcends uh, any other character I've ever seen and became the absolute goat. And uh, I think of all the ones I've, uh, I guess of all the arcs, I've reread that one the most.
2: Mm. What do you think of uh, what do you think of uh, the sort of fake out death for him?
3: Uh, yeah, fake it, out? Do you think that was like it... a,
2: a Pell uh, situation or do you think that was uh, always as intended?
3: Well, I I believe you said you you are not caught up on Wano and uh, if you don't oh, like shit. if you don't like fake out deaths, man, maybe yeah. you shouldn't even finish Wano cuz it it gets much much worse, but I've come to accept it just because that's how One Piece has always been. I don't yeah. like it, but I don't get really upset about it anymore.
2: Yeah that that is like the 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 common staple for a lot of uh like how oda builds up tension in uh stories is generally oh well this character died but no he didn't really i was just it was just drum baiting
3: I think it might be more of a show of their willpower to overcome things, like even death, like that blow should have killed me, but I'm in the right and you're in the wrong, and I'm so determined and motivated to protect these people or to fulfill my old friend's dream or whatever the fuck, that I can literally withstand a death blow to defeat you. hmm but I can see why most people would not like that interpretation and think that it's just shitty writing. And it, it just might be.
2: I don't think it's shitty writing. It's it's just it's a trope that Oda really likes to lean in on, like a lot. Yeah. Like 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 any time a character dies in One Piece, it's like unless you see the body, then they're not dead. Probably.
3: If it's not a flashback, they're probably not dead. Yeah. And even then, Sabo survived.
2: Yeah well again you have to you have to actually see the body i feel because right. so like is, uh,
1: so is one piece like um because i i noticed they do this like a lot in comic books like western comic books is it kind of like a drama where like ex people come back and they're like i am risen from the dead and it's almost like no. a long drama or is it
2: there's um there's there is one character that has died and came back to life Okay, so it's not that's like Dragon
1: it. Ball where that happens yeah. quite often.
2: <laughs> no, when, when people people die when they're killed on One Piece, uh, okay. except for <laughs> except for Brooke, except for Brooke. But that was an extremely <laughs> specific circumstance. Isn't which
1: a-
3: Brooke was dead for a full year until his yeah. soul finally found his body
2: again. Yeah,
1: that's that's a funny thing. You have to clarify what they anime No, they're they're, well, de- they're they died Brooke, when they're dead.
2: <laughs> Brook Brooke, um, Brooke was Brooke was Brooke uh, was a pirate that. Um, Got a, that ate a devil fruit, but like didn't know what it did, and everyone just assumed it was a dud. But he still couldn't swim, uh, and then his entire crew gets wiped out, and he dies too. Uh, but then it turns out that his uh, ability is actually his um, his soul is able to detach from his body. I think Brooks Brooks devil fruit ability is probably like the the most confusing one, and um, Brook got lost, like, his soul got lost searching for his body for about a year to the point that his body decayed into a skeleton, but then his soul is able to animate the skeleton, and it's, I think, able to act like a normal body for the most part. Like, he's able to see even though he doesn't have eyes, he's able to eat even though he doesn't have like a tongue or a digestive system. Um He feels pain even though he has no nerve endings. Things like that. Yeah.
1: That's it yeah does he have but, a mouth that he must scream
2: yeah.
0: yes and he goes uh,
2: and also okay. there might be some weird autism with um ryoma i think right because i like apparently he has something to do with wano i haven't read up to that point yet though
3: Ryoma, the samurai who yeah a fought at Bark. yeah he's uh he's a famous wano samurai who slayed a dragon ah uh, okay and, and- a little piece of insight before Oda wrote one piece, he wrote a one chapter thing called monster. And it was about a samurai who looks exactly like Zoro who slays a dragon. So I think it might actually be Canon. And that's just the story of Ryuma
2: 500 years ago, but uh, I don't know. Or like a character that looks like him. That's that's actually, I think like the one straw hat that that we we don't have like a definitive uh, backstory on like, Aside from his motivations,
3: Zoro. Oh, you, yeah.
2: gotta, you gotta catch Read up on find Wano. Out. Oh Read shit! Find out. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna. I, ah, fuck. Wano is is
0: honestly in my top three. If I have, if I had to get yeah, my top Kino. three right now, it's Alabasta. Just because Crocodile was such a great fucking villain. I love that arc, start finish. Wano is number two. And then I put Water 7 and Inez Lobby together because they just go, like, back-to-back. Back. And yeah. I, I loved everything about Water 7. I loved the fake-out with the villain, how they make you think it's Frankie the whole time, and then, well, I'm not going to give it
2: away because I want Spooky to, to enjoy it but, as well. Yeah, by water, the way, water 7 is- Water Seven's a pretty good arc.
1: But, by the way, Gator, did you uh, remember to send out the tweet asking people for the questions for our guests?
2: Nope. But I know so much about
0: One Piece and love One Piece and talk One Piece that uh, I'm just gonna oh, okay. I'm just gonna ask what random questions.
1: Okay, all right. I wasn't sure if you wanted to like make the tweet. Okay.
0: I mean, I could ask. I could do the tweet right now.
2: Yeah, it'd probably be a good idea. Just in case. Um, I don't know. I would say I would say it's either uh Ennis Lobby or I really liked Marine Ford. I like uh I, I get like a lot of people are kind of iffy on it but like I really liked um just all of like the insane kind of uh fights that like uh the the main protagonist of the series has like some effect on but not really like it, I do like that um I do like that like cuz one piece has very odd power scaling for the most part um and they're not afraid to show like one of the main protagonists being like completely overshadowed by like all these other established uh figures that he doesn't know about uh just simply because he's kind of uh kind of an idiot.
0: Yeah, the Summit it- War was awesome. Um, but like it's it's like that whole period from the end of Amazon Lily, Impel Down and the Summit War was just like a nonstop roller coaster ride. Like I kept I kept reading the chapter, like, every single week, like, the moment it would come out, because I'm just like, holy shit, what's gonna happen next? What's gonna what's gonna happen next? And honestly, like, it's... I didn't see the way that it ended coming. That so, shit... From the
3: moment that uh, Luffy punches the Celestial Dragon at Saba Odie, I think it's just a thrill ride for the next 100 chapters.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, like, you go into that arc, and it's like, um... What, what was it? Like, there was there, there was like a really kind of underwhelming aspect that kind of foreshadows some stuff like right before that big arc starts with like, um, like Luffy kind of does the, uh, the shank stare that we saw at the beginning of the the series. Uh, and there's like this weird thing where apparently Sanji has like a, a bounty on him, but, uh, it's only for alive. <laughs> and the guy that and it's all just, it's all a composite sketch. And, uh, or no, no, no. Sanji Sanji's uh, wanted poster is, uh, is is just a composite sketch because the guy who was going to take the photo apparently, like, forgot that he had the lens cap on. Right. And it later becomes, like, a big plot point, which is kind of funny. But there's also this guy that looks exactly like Sanji's really fucking fucked up composite sketch. And he's, like, all pissed off because he's got bounty hunters <laughs> after him now. And he... Yeah...
0: Yeah, I have it up. I pulled up on screen. That was
2: so great.
0: (laughs) Well, see, what I I love about the Sanji
2: poster, though, is that it does change to
0: alive later.
2: Yeah, once there's an actual photo and then like, wait, what the hell's going on with that? And it's just like, there's a lot of foreshadowing in one piece. And it's foreshadowing that's either like intentional or Oda kind of like thinks, oh, yeah, this would be like a, a really funny thing to build up on later.
0: That would be something I definitely want to ask him, like, once the series is done. It's like, so for, like, these certain things, did you just kind of, like, come up with this idea and decided you'd give the payoff later? Or were you like, oh, yeah, I have, a, I know exactly what I'm going to do, and you hit with boom, 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 and had these plot threads, like, hanging there. Like, I really think it's probably the former that he comes up with, like, a neat idea, and then just like, well, I'll, you know, I'll resolve this later on.
2: It depends. I think that, um, I think that, uh shanks being like on roger's crew was always intentional like that was always like planned out from the start um i think that uh i think that like uh, some aspect of hockey at least like the uh the the conquerors hockey was probably uh, intended from the start um i think hockey was
3: planned as far back as alabasta during uh, Zoro versus mr one he uses observation hockey to sense uh, where the stones are falling on him so he can dodge them and then he can also sense where his sword is and then I think he uses armament hockey to actually cut through Mr. One and then Oda uh, elaborated on that a little bit more in Skypea with hmm. Mantra and then it really came into its own later
2: on yeah, it's sort of like characters that have this sort of like extra awareness. They don't really know what's going on with it. It's just sort of right. like a, a sixth sense. But then later it's like, oh no, this is a discipline that you can like actually work on and uh, expand upon. And like, he, I, I,
3: I, even I Usopp, uh, Usopp yeah. had signs of observation hockey in Thriller Bark. Like he, he had a, like a spidey sense when something was attacking him.
2: Yep. And then and then like that full on pays out because I don't even know if Usopp knows about hockey, but he definitely is able to use it. Right. Which is which is also kind of a, a nice little thing, because uh, I, I I adore Usopp as a character. I think he's probably one of my favorite of the straw hats. He's my oh. number one.
3: I have his wanted poster right next to me.
1: I say like who is uh who is your favorite character? Is it just Usopp? Like, who, who else do you like?
3: My top three straw hats would be Usopp, Brook, and Luffy.
1: What about in general, all of One Piece? Um,
3: probably also those three, but then I'd throw in, like, uh, Law and
2: uh, Mr. Two. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering how much Oda was planning on making Law, like, a, a, a very ongoing supporting protagonist. because That's,
3: that's a good question.
2: I, I have a feeling that there was a very positive fan reaction to his first introduction because he's just a cool fucking looking character. And then like, okay, we're going to make this character fucking integral to the story.
3: Yeah, that is. So I'm, I'm a little bit worried because when Law was introduced, they did like right after all the supernovas were introduced in Saba Odi, they did a, a popularity poll. And Law was like fucking top 10 immediately. And I think that motivated Oda to really focus on the character because he was a fan favorite. But the scary part is in the most recent popularity poll, the furry character, Carrot, scored number nine most popular of all time. And she's hardly even a character at all. She has not, I don't think she's appeared in, in Wano more than 30 panels total. So I'm I'm worried that Oda might see her huge popularity and decide to make her a straw hat just based on that, and I really fucking hope not.
2: Oh no, the the mink, right? The the bunny yeah. girl. Yeah, right. I think it's just because she's. I, I think it's just because she's cute. Yeah, I but number know. nine? Come
1: Oof.
2: on. I mean, yeah. it doesn't
1: take much. I mean, I they might like have, have, have a than real character. straw hats. They just have I mean, to, you just they have are. to have a fuckable character. Like, there's yeah. like a like speaking like you said something oh. about Death Note earlier, you know, how you watched it. There's a character called Matt in there, and Matt has like a couple panels in both, like the manga and like a couple sequences in like the anime, right? A
0: couple, but even spe- a couple panels and a massive like out of nowhere fan base just because of what he looks like.
1: Yeah, mm. just because they think he's hot. And that was it, like a huge fan base. Like even though he damn. barely says anything.
2: Wow, I, I was like, I was like, she's more popular than some of the Straw Hats. It's just like, okay, is she more popular than like Nami? I can understand that. No, Nami's, Nami's number n- three. three. What the yeah. fuck? Did she, she? Has she been doing shit in Wano recently? Kind uh, of. Not really. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Usopp's only at fifteen. Holy shit. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Usopp
1: is ugly and I can I can't coom to that. I only want to have my top 10 fuckable characters. Yeah, so it's but like not only do you have to be cool, but you have to be fuckable.
2: I don't even so. think it's like I don't even think it's fuckability. I just think like I think Usopp has always been like a really cool character. I mean, like he's like generally a, a goofball and kind of like a, a a gag character, but like ever since um ever since the 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 conclusion of the Alabaster arc, like Usopp Usopp went from like, oh, he's just like an idiot, to like, oh, okay. He's an idiot, but he's also the uh he's like the Sokka character. He's the uh the the very capable character that's uh not got a whole lot of brawn, but is able to uh problem solve really well.
3: I don't even think I would call Usopp an idiot. I think he's one of the more clever members of the crew because he's always inventing new contraptions and weapons for Nami and stuff. And he's the voice of reason. It, It comes across as cowardice, but a lot of the time he is making pretty good sense.
2: I mean, I mean, idiot, as in, like, um he, Chopper, and Luffy will constantly, like, do ex- do the extremely exaggerated faces to things like that, whereas, like, yeah. more stoic characters, like, uh Zoro will only do that in, like, extreme circumstances, or even, like, Robin, who will just never fucking do it.
0: Which yeah, is funny when idea. they, like, the one rare time that they actually do something like that, because then it's just like, oh, shit. Like, I remember the panel from Wano. When like they're all making the goofy face and they got Robin to do it too, I was like, yeah. "Oh shit!" Oh yeah, I haven't answered the question about uh, my favorite Straw Hat. So I have to pick Frankie as my number one. Frankie super, super. Yeah. Frankie is hilarious, and ever since he debuted, I was hoping, I was hoping he'd become a Straw Hat. He's just, he's just that damn
2: funny. My number two. I'm not a big fan of Frankie's redesign though. Yeah. I like I was liked his original I, I liked his original Ace Ventura uh design. I I am not a big fan of like the 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 big bulky gorilla style one. Yeah, I liked his original design. I agree
3: 100% on that. I think uh he's yeah, he's he's Ace Ventura mixed with Johnny Bravo. Yeah. And that was such a chad design and yeah, now he's just yeah. like a bunch of big shapes.
2: Yeah, with like a ball, I, I don't know, There, there's like a lot of really fun things about Frankie's design that's like mostly gone now. And I'm just like, oh, that's kind of a shame.
1: That's that's why I always find it funny when like every few months on Twitter, uh, you'll see like people spurging out. Well, mostly like teenage girls spurging out, but like unrealistic bodies portions and like they'll always, <laughs> oh, yeah. they always show the girls from one piece almost always. And then it's like, are you seeing other people from one piece? Have you seen them
3: <laughs> well, like, to be fair to them? Them. Oda is not particularly good at drawing uh, a diversity of women. I think he no. has th- he has three different women faces that he can draw and like two different women body types. And uh, a lot of the time, I can't tell like if I'm actually looking at Robin or a different character if she's not wearing her usual clothes. Hmm. Especially he's gotten slightly better.
2: Cover. He's gotten slightly better after the uh, the like month-long break that he took in between like part one and part two but yeah it's still like he still has a really hard time drawing like distinct female characters so
1: it's either skinny with big booba or like he draws them like fat mountainous characters (laughs) yeah Yeah,
2: (laughs) pretty much it's
3: either nami or big mom yeah yeah, it's like, like
2: Alvida's design, Alvida's design, and Big Mom's design are like pretty fucking, or at least Alvida's original design versus uh Big Mom's like design are pretty much the same. Yeah, he has to draw. He has to draw his women either like as uh, babes or dogs.
1: Babes <laughs> or dogs. There's only two ways of treating women, I guess. I mean, well, I like- only learned. I learned how to treat women through CRP, so he t- he tells me to treat women like dogs, and uh, that's the way to go.
2: Whereas, like, I can still remember, I, I can distinctly remember, um, like, the two rival chefs that Sanji worked with on the uh, Barade. like the the really like weird looking kind of uh, pear shaped face guy, and the one with the sunglasses. I, I can I distinctly think his name was remember. Arne. Yeah, I can distinctly remember their faces a lot more than like um, I don't know, fucking uh,
3: or Amazon Lily.
2: Yeah, like Rebecca from uh, from um, what's it called. Yeah, like, she she and she and Vivi, aside from, like, a different haircut and different clothes, are completely, like... I, 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 could, I couldn't really tell you what makes them distinctive. If you
0: just posted the picture of their face without anything else, with no color, you may not be able to tell which one is which. Yeah. But, like, now he's gotten a lot better about, like, especially, like, in Wano... Like, there's so many different female characters, and they all kind of have their own little unique looks to them.
1: It only took him like, what, 25 years?
0: A thousand chapters? <laughs> hey, 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 look, look. It, it it takes a while to come up with fine art, to, to design fine art, and I think he has finally gotten the perfect booba ratio, That now he can start <laughs> to work on the faces.
3: At, at the end of the day, if if ninety five percent of the women have giant tits and a slim waist, should I really be complaining about
2: it? No, no, no. Um.
1: Yeah, it's like, well, it's like that's the thing. They always complain about like unrealistic body standards, but it's like the main character can like fucking stretch from like one yard to the other. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. It's it's kind of really stupid to complain Maybe- about body proportions on a fucking cartoon.
2: Maybe that's why maybe that's why carrot so popular is that like people can actually fucking remember her. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's the only one with bunny ears.
1: Wow. <laughs> diversity in our cast. I see this is what mm. real diversity looks like.
2: Uh, speaking of
3: the women, do you guys have a favorite female character? Say I'm going to go with Robin before you say it, because that's the obvious answer.
2: Uh, No, I would say uh, Perona. I I, I think Perona is probably the most interesting in terms of like design and also in terms of uh, like abilities.
1: Oh, okay. So you just wants his goth
0: GF. That's what it is.
1: (laughs) You you guys are saying Luffy's of also. Is there any women on there that lust after his stretchy rubber dick? Oh, uh, yes, the
2: most really beautiful woman in the world that's literally. her uh, epithet is that it, she is the most beautiful woman in the world and she really wants to be a trad waifu to Luffy who literally doesn't give a shit for, gets, for the, for the longest. so
3: yeah. if a man is attracted to her they turn into stone and Luffy being asexual is the only man who has never been attracted to her and that's why she wants him
2: Wow. Well, and also he like uh, risked his life to like uh, to shield his her. It it was her sister's back, right? Because he could tell it's like they really didn't want what was on their back to be seen, and she was like really moved by that.
3: Yeah, their slave tattoo.
2: Yeah. Um, And I I did. I did like that little. I did like that little uh, transition, like as a as a way in which to convey like the characters and how they've like grown over the two year time skip. Because at the beginning, Luffy is completely oblivious that Hancock wants like to 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 marry him. But after like after he leaves her after the two-year time skip, he's just like flat out saying, I'm not gonna marry you, by the way. Stop asking. <laughs> she does she doesn't listen, but like I I I found that really funny.
3: Well if Luffy does end up at the end of the series having a romantic relationship, I don't even think it would be with Hancock. I think uh Nami and Luffy would end up together more than anybody else.
2: Yeah. I I I I, I kinda wonder if that's what they were going for, because there is like that um there is like that sort of scene um at the end of uh the r Ar- or like right up to the conclusion of Arlong, like the 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 final conflict of Arlong, where I could definitely see where people are getting that from. Either that or Robin. I don't know. It's really weird. Robin's
3: much older than Luffy. I don't think they yeah.
2: would hook up. I think Robin
0: would have a much more likelihood to hook up with somebody like a Frankie, even though that's like weird as shit. But she's also kind of <laughs> they weird. They do too. hang out a
2: lot. Yeah,
1: Is it uh Robin, the um, hashtag girl boss of like the, the Straw Hats, I guess?
3: Yeah. I uh, she's well, like the depressed, oh. suicidal, cynical one. She's the
0: suicide the, girl. The much of, more the one stoic
2: two's. one
1: oh yeah. so she's a goth gf okay like nice
2: nami day. nami is yes. a lot more likely to engage in like the 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 gags that will happen in between like you know major conflicts or whatever cuz they 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 like to lighten up the load every so often and Nami is Nami, along with like being extremely greedy and money hungry, like it has like a lot more comedic things than like Robin, who's oh. more likely to be uh seen just kinda like quietly reading and enjoying the, the nice afternoon.
1: So so Nami's the girl boss because she's greedy and obsessed with money, I say.
3: Yeah, I would yeah. say that. I think Robin <laughs> I don't think you're giving her enough uh, comedic credit because uh, credit, it's more has, dry. She it's has more the dry. dark sense of humor. She's always yeah. making the, the worst assumptions. Like they'll say, oh, where's Sanji? Is he missing? And she'll say, oh, he's probably dead. He probably drowned. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That, like, I,
2: I, 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 you're, you're, you're right. You're right. Because like, it, it, there's, a, there's, there's more than just silly humor in one piece. There's also like, you know, there, there's all sorts of shit. Like, to the point that, um... I think Usopp has, like, the third highest bounty in One Piece, right?
3: Uh, of the main crew, I think... Uh, God, Usopp, I have it right here. He's at 200 million berries. I don't know if there's a... Th- what, what is Sanji's right now? Because Sanji's, Sanji's
2: is at, like... I think Sanji's is, at, like, uh... I want to say it's up at that, that point. I'm not entirely sure.
3: Currently, Sanji's is higher than Zoro's, but I'm guessing after Wano... Oh At yeah, Toruano, definitely. All three of them are going to be over a billion, but I'm not sure if Sanji's going to maintain his advantage.
2: So, uh, f- cuz Spooky might not uh know this, like after after one of the uh I'd say like close to the midpoint of the series, um every straw hat has a uh a, a bounty on their head
3: right um, after Annie's Lobby. Okay.
2: Yeah. And generally um bounties are i guess like the closest thing that one piece has to like power scaling or power levels or some shit like that Mm -hmm. it's not like it's not like completely accurate but it gives like a good idea of how infamous the character is in the world and kind of gives you a gauge of like how strong and how much like they influence the world or whatever um you've got like some that are like super serious like robin who had like an eight 80 million bounty when Luffy's starting off was like 30 million and she's had that since she was like 12 years old um okay. then you've got like joke ones like chopper's bounty which was originally 50 because they thought that chopper was just a, a pet
1: <laughs> i mean he is kinda to an extent right yeah. he is the animal on the on the cruise ship
2: and uh you get like it it, it just it, it'll it'll shift from time to time just simply due to uh different world events. And uh Usopp has like a very, very high bounty because uh he didn't really he didn't really do a um like a massive feat as like um he did originally by like burning down the world flag with uh, his slingshot. Um this one was more I guess he kind of led a cult of personality around himself that, like, all these, like, disparate uh, pirate criminals, like, all saw him as, like, the big cheese, which I think also happened to... Um, that also happened to... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Buggy. Like, Buggy has, like, this big... Had this, like, big position because, like, all these different uh, criminals thought he was just the hot shit and he just kept it going forever. It's hey, just... Hey. It's just it's just a, it's just a, a funny running gag.
1: I see. Well, like I've, I've never took power scaling like I've always thought it was the most retarded autistic shit because 99% of all shonens will always try to like bullshit their way out of like whatever previous like power scaling rules they have to begin with. Like that always happens in anime. So it's like it's it's not even worth debating over. But uh, as far as like that, th- I think that would make more sense, like based on the story, like what they do. And how infamous they are, other than just like, oh, this guy is like a superpower god, but then he also does this other superpower god thing that overpowers his other super god power abilities. And it's retarded. Um, but it does uh, so. I mean, I know they're pirates, but this, and they're like, they steal money, but like, how often do they actually steal shit? Or is it so much just like their antics get them yeah. to accidentally? you know because they're, they're main, not like killers or whatever and rapists like traditional yeah. pirates are
3: yeah the main straw hats they don't really pillage and steal from normal people i think in skypea they wanted to do that but they didn't realize
2: they they were going to give them more money
3: Yeah, they were giving them the money on purpose and then they abandoned even more gold than they could have gotten and that's yeah. really the only time i can think of that they really pillaged anything yeah, that would be funny they, if they, they just like, like they, okay, like, all i want to end in One
1: Piece with a rape arc where everyone's a rapist.
2: <laughs> they they <laughs> well, all of a sudden like, realized rape. that they wanted to, uh, that, that like, hey, we're pirates. We haven't ever stolen stuff and there's like a shit ton of gold here. We should <laughs> take some of that. And then like all the grateful residents were like, oh, we, we're just going to give you like a lot more. Uh, okay, you can take there that, is- I guess.
1: There is a rape bar is that what
2: you I was about to say
0: Monkey that? was about oh. to talk about the rape. Bar. Yeah.
3: Yeah, there's there's a few rape implications in One Piece. One is in Thriller Bark when uh, Nami's in the shower and there's this guy named Absalom who oh, has the no. devil fruit. He can turn invisible. Oh he, no. Yeah, he basically rapes Nami in the shower until Usopp and Chopper come in to stop him.
2: Oh, and God. then it, it's also
3: implied in Dressrosa that Doflamingo raped uh, Violet, I think your name is.
2: Hmm... So, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, Violet or Viola. So there's, wow. I mean, like
3: One that. Piece has, like, brutal slavery and, like, if you go to Law's flashback, it, like, the government fucking massacred his entire town with some illness. Like, there's a lot of fucked up shit in this uh, goofy pirate cartoon.
1: Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, it gets
3: pretty brutal.
0: Oh, yeah, it was Viola instead of Violet. Violet was her, like, yeah, fake yeah. name or whatever.
1: Yeah, Well. Is there uh, any questions people responded to uh, your tweet, Gator?
0: Yeah, there's one from uh, Commissar Kane on Twitter says, "Did hockey ruin power scaling in One Piece?" I think we kind of sort of went over that.
2: No, I would say I, I would say it like fixed the problems inherent with uh, Logia.
3: I like hockey, but I think it makes some of the fights less creative as opposed to the pre time skip, uh, because it used to be that you would have creative devil fruit battles and now it's just like, oh no, my hockey's greater than yours and it seems less creative and fun to read. But uh I think Oda's been improving. There's a big mom fight recently that had no hockey involved. It was just devil fruit powers. And that might be my favorite fight of the last like hundred chapters.
2: I like the Karakuri fight that had hockey, but like both combatants like had it to an equal level so they were just able to I don't know. There's like yeah, Kata
3: Curry fight is probably the best one in the whole series so
2: far. Yeah, it's 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 the 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 inherent problem. The inherent problem was that Logia created a situation where the characters would inevitably always have to find out what the counter is to the Devil Fruit ability, or use Seastone. It's it's one or the other, and it kind of. Like some of the explanations that they did for it was also kind of dumb because, like, oh, well, what's the weakness to fire? Well, um, water. Well, no, wait, we already did that with sand. Um, uh, magma because magma burns hotter than fire. It's like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you don't think
3: Akainu was infusing a little bit of hockey in his fist when he. Turn ace into a donut
2: uh possibly but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for him to explain it like he did if that was yeah. the case yeah like, like like it like i could i could understand that as like a little bit of a retcon but it it would still be a retcon i feel yeah, i'm fine um, with
3: retcons it's over a thousand chapters you got to do that sometimes
2: yeah yeah i i think um i think I I think that One Piece fights would be kind of unmanageable with it. And it kind of it kind of makes the uh, non Logias like have uh, a reason to be as feared as they are, because I don't think there's a single emperor that has a Logia power aside from Blackbeard. And he doesn't have like a, a standard Logia ability.
3: Shanks doesn't even have a power at all. And yeah. I, think, I think when Oda had Shanks swimming in Chapter 1, he's like, oh, shit, I gotta find an excuse for why Shanks is so strong without a devil fruit. Oh, he'll just be the most powerful hockey user of all time.
2: Yeah. And Zoro, Zoro's also, like, up there, and he doesn't have one. Neither is Sanji, even though he wants one. It's just, uh, it's, uh, it, it like, it, it gives, it, it, it just, it basically, I think, fixes some of the problems that would have come down later down the road um because there's really no explanation as to like why um logia is not like the dominant power otherwise cuz like up until that point too all the uh admirals were logia users aside from Sengoku um and then you get uh the the blind one which i think he's not right
3: he has gravity powers Fujitora
2: yeah so it's 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 a it's it's a way to fix some of the problems, and I think that the fights haven't become less interesting. Like, I think the Karakuri fight is up there with uh, interesting stuff as, like, the um, Enel the, uh, the, uh, fight and the um, uh, Crocodile fight.
0: Okay, here's the next question. Uh, will Yamato join the Straw Hat crew? Oof.
3: Man, I don't know. I, I hope not. But it seems that's the way they want to go, especially with the brand new chapter that just came out literally today. We got a new piece of information that suggests perhaps Yamato will join the crew. Really? Because um, there's this character named Odin who was with Gold Roger when they went to Laugh Tale, and he had a log book. And Yamato now owns the log book and has been reading all of Odin's writings. So the fan base is like, well, Yamato can't join the crew because Yamato knows the spoilers. Yamato has read the logbook. Yamato surely knows what the one piece is. They can't join the crew. But in the new chapter it was revealed that the final pages of the logbook are actually missing. They were ripped out. We don't know by who. So, now that Yamato no longer has spoilers, maybe she will join.
2: I think actually I think that's actually kind of also ties into like why I think um like what, like my favorite possible moment from one piece, at least, at least, especially for Luffy um, was uh, when they're in um, Sabody and um, Rogers, like first mate offers to tell them like, Hey, I actually can tell you what the one piece is. And Luffy is like, if you tell me it, 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 like, like Usopp is like really wanting to know about it. And Luffy's like, if I hear about it, I'm not going to do- go, I'm not uh, like we're ending this adventure right now. Yeah, it'll ruin the fun. Yeah, like that. Wait, that, that, that was like they
1: literally tell you that, like verbatim. Like, okay, we can't. <laughs>
2: no, Luffy, Luffy, Luffy. Like, because you know, Luffy's not really motivated by worldly desires. Um, he just he's wants lo- to have
3: a fun adventure.
2: Yeah. And the one piece is like the thing that everybody's looking for and nobody like fully knows what it is. And that's like kind of like the big mystery. And then you get a character who's like, oh, I can tell you exactly what it is. And then like one of the characters is a little bit more, I guess, less disciplined is like, yeah, I don't want I want to know about it. And Luffy's just like, no, if I find out this adventure ends right now, I don't want to know.
1: Okay, I guess that's just a way of like getting fans to shut up. Like, okay, there's obviously other characters that know. Well,
2: it also speaks to Luffy's character motivations because, like, a Uh a, a character, like all all the other characters who might be going after it want it because of the
1: fortune, right? What it
2: might do for them. Like, yeah, the fortune, or it might be a weapon and like they might be able to use it or whatever. Luffy simply wants it for the sake of it is a mystery and he wants to find out what it is okay
1: and And also the king of the
0: pirates did it so he wants to establish himself as king of the pirates because it's kind of expected that whoever goes to this island whoever finds the one piece becomes the next king of the pirates
2: right so
1: but what's stopping them from just literally like going over there they don't know where it is
3: yeah they don't um, know where the island's at? Um, so there's these yeah, things find, called pone You find glyphs. four magic rocks, and yeah. if you have the four magic rocks, they will tell you, like, the X marks the spot, and then you go
1: there. How many it, magic we, rocks have they found? They uh, currently have two, two
3: yeah. and they need to get Kaidos by the end of this arc, and then I believe the last one will be
2: on Elbaf. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. Which, Which, like, it sounds like a little bit of a cop-out, but, like, this is... I guess also probably a retcon. I would guess because um, the 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 um, the world of One Piece is w- w- like uh, two giant oceans with a strip of land that crosses along the um, it's not the equator. What's the opposite of the equator? Uh, the meridian, uh, I think. Yeah, the meridian. Like it, there's like a giant strip of land that surrounds the entire meridian um and like the the where the one piece is is at the end of the grand line which is like at the equator of that world and oh, okay. you know like oh well then how has nobody else gotten this it's like you know cuz at this point now we have um we have like technology where people are able to like fly and bypass the grand line and just like sail around it um, like, how has this not been found? And that's basically the explanation: is that there's like a, a specific way to get through to it that is inaccessible unless you have like four MacGuffin stones.
0: All right. Yeah, maybe there's Any like a secret question? key or something like that to to let them yeah. like let them get to the island.
1: Oh, it's just like the you just find the four stones, and then there's like okay, but you have to do a bunch of other bullshit now. Well, what I'm thinking is. The bull-
0: what I'm thinking is that when they collect all of the four Ponglyphs, that they, they'll they figure out, oh, wait a minute, all of these four come together to, like, make a cipher or something like that that'll lead them to the location of it. And I have a funny feeling that somehow or another that it's going to be linked with the East Blue. I just, I feel like it's going to circle back around.
2: The, uh, and, 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 and like, uh... It's also worth noting that all of these magic stones also have it written on a language that uh, you get the death sentence for if you're able to read it.
1: Oh, really? Why is that?
2: Essentially. Uh, So the
3: the scholars of O'Hara, where the crew member Robin hails from, they were genocided for researching how to read these things. And she's like the only survivor. So she might be the only person on Earth who can actually read this shit. Aside from wow. like
2: maybe people like Roger, if there's people like them who have like a distinct ability to read the quote unquote true nature of things. It's not I like think... a direct translation. But well, it's what like... happened
3: was uh, Roger has an ability called the voice of all things, which we still do not know what that is. And the poneglyphs evidently have a voice that called out to him. So that helped him seek it out. But when he was in Skypea and he wanted to leave his engraved like message on the poneglyph, he. He didn't know the language, so o-
2: Odin had to write it for him. So I don't think he could actually read them. He he could understand the gist of it. It's like it's like, oh yeah, this is how uh I guess it's like this is how Roger did it, but like Robin is exceptional for being able to still read them. Yeah. People who are able to read these things are like exceptional.
0: Which is why the, the entire like... world wants Robin desperately. Every single crew. Yeah the world government, all of them want Robin bad, because she's literally, like, the only person that can read these things.
3: And that's why she had an 80 million berry bounty when she was, like, eight years old, just because she could read these fucking rocks.
0: Yep.
1: Mm. I see.
2: There's just so much... Like great shit in One Piece that builds on itself. It's really fucking amazing.
1: Well, it's that's good that he's like really good at planning this stuff out. Like where he's like, okay, I'm gonna tell you a very specific piece of information that may not matter right now, that will be relevant later. Because it's unlike you know, let's say the competitors, which at the time would be like One Naruto or One Piece. It's like you could tell that they were just doing it on like the cuss. Like they were just this is just okay. We're just gonna add on bullshit with bullshit with bullshit, and not really have any direction with like the characters and yeah,
3: that's what makes Otis so great is that he began the story knowing how it was going to end. And I you cannot say the same thing about Dragon Ball. You can't say that about Naruto. Like if these were the endings they planned, then they fucked up from the beginning. But uh, one piece, since he knew the ending when he began, it only gets better and better as it goes on, because it's been building on itself in a logical story progression for 25 years. Like the Naruto ending was so disappointing. The last hundred chapters, everybody hated it, and I feel like the author <laughs> didn't really know what he was doing.
1: I I would argue Bleach was like astronomically worse, but it's still up there. Like, hey, did I've, you look? I've at not the... seen
3: Bleach yet, but I've heard some stories. Tetsuo, oh, worth...
0: like like Bleach is one of those things that it starts off and it just has this fantastic, it's so arc. much fun. Oh, it's so like, great! It goes from like it... monster of the week to, like, this epic, you know, you, like, get really invested in some of these characters, and then one of those characters is, like, in trouble, so they've got to, like, go and, and, like, like go save that person, it, and it's honestly, and you get to meet all these, like, different characters, and the uh-huh. fights are cool, and the art is awesome, and it's just, it's so great, like, that whole first arc, and then, like, the, uh, the big, major arc where they have to, like, you know, cross over into the other side and whatever. Like, all of that is fantastic. And I feel like that that was kind of where he had the series plotted out. And then after that, it just happened to be so popular that he was like, well, I guess I have to write more now. And basically, he just rehashed the same arc over again with a different character and then was just like, lol, I don't know. Let's throw some other stuff in here. And well, oh, well, yeah, right. The Quincy's. I forgot about those. I have to, to write defend, something about um, them.
2: To defend Dragon Ball just a little bit, though, there is also an aspect of editorial med- meddling. Yeah. Like, like a lot of people's complaints about um uh, the cell arc kind of get explained when you realize that Oda had like three different plot things that were later then shifted because the editor told him to like. No, you can't do this. This well, with, isn't gonna work.
3: Oh, Toriyama. Uh, Toriyama,
2: Toriyama, sorry, Toriyama. Well, the,
1: with Bleach in particular, I don't think it was editorial. I think that was just like uh, uh Kubo being a shithead because um, what happened was, is like he forgot to add the characters, like their personality, and that was the biggest part that really made Bleach stand out because Ichigo Kurosaki wasn't like some fucking loser that wanted to prove himself like a lot of shonen is. No, he was just like. I don't want to get involved with this shit. I have to fucking- What? What is a fucking Shinigami? I, what? I have this power now? God damn it. I guess I have to deal with this. That was his whole attitude. He was like, I don't fucking care. I guess I have to deal with this shit. And then you have Rukia, who was like, very on the book. Like, she has to prove herself. Like, she's more like a traditional like shonen character because she takes everything very seriously. And then you have Ichigo, who's like, I don't fucking care. Fuck you. And then you see their relationship bloom and then all these characters they had like a purpose and they were very different than what you typically think of like shonen characters how they're supposed to behave and that was going to add up to something but then he like erased their whole personality so Ichigo went from like a you know a typical school guy who didn't fucking care about anything to just you know typical stoic no personality character uh Rukia turned into typical stoic no personality character um there's this other girl who's like her name's Orihime which (laughs) I really liked Orihime she was supposed to be like a typical bimbo character who had a crush on Ichigo and that would have been interesting because her whole character was her brother died and you get to see her go from kind of an insecure girl to like someone that can actually help protect and heal the rest of everybody else when needed and so she had like a purpose to be there and she was also like charismatic bimbo but then then she just turned into girl character insert girl character here and that was her role was to be girl character and it it really just it changed them completely after the first arc and even like the shinigami they they all had their own distinct personalities too they're a charismatic in their own way too Um uh, like i still love uh what's his name um is it King? huh oh, I have to look up their fucking names. Hold on, one <laughs> minute. Uh, yeah. Shinigami. Is it? Is it? It's his, his name starts with Ken. Let's see. Uh, Kinkaku. What is it? Shinigami. Kinkaku,
2: the bald one, right, with the spear. No,
1: no, 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 no. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. Right, you guys continue with their conversation while I look
2: yeah. up. Um, but yeah, like at, so. Yeah, but. Um, I, I, I think that Oda kind of has, like, uh, uh, Oda Oda kind of gets to do what he wants now, I believe, though. I think he's uh, largely independent from, um, like, n- editorial meddling.
1: Kenpachi. Kenpachi's the Kenpachi. yeah. Yes. Kenpachi's one of my favorites from the bleach, because Dude, he's cool. fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, And I then, think, yeah.
0: I think one of my favorite I, scenes with Kenpachi was just, like, when he has, like, the, he always has the sword in one hand, and then he's, like, sitting there complaining about how the uh, Yamamoto, or, like, I think that was his name, the general, the the main guy, was, like, always trying yeah. to teach him how to use a sword properly, and he's just sitting there complaining about it, and he's like, man, I'm gonna have to actually do this, and he puts his other hand on it, and just, like, yeets a motherfucker with his sword because of it.
1: Who's the, um, who, like, uh, one of my favorite relationships was like, the relationship we had with, what is the captain, her name, where she was known for, like, being a healer? Unohana. Unohana. Yeah, hana yeah. And then she was actually, like, um... What what was it? Is it Kimpachi like the name that you earn when you're a fucking serial killer? Essentially, Basically, it's
2: the 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 eleventh squad is like the direct combat squad, and she used to be the head of it, and it was also Kimpachi. Yeah. yeah,
1: and then they had like a weird relationship where like she really cared about him, and she was actually a really fucking dark character, but then she decided to be like, okay, I'm going to retire being a fucking super killer and just be like a healer from the side. And she like, I I, I couldn't tell if he, he was going for more of like a mommy son kind of relationship or if it was a lot more, um you know, would probably fuck. I couldn't tell, but like th- there was so much you could build on that relationship, but he just didn't. It just ended with a fight scene that, you know, and uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's little stuff like that, that bleach does. Like they just have, negative character development after the first arc and
0: it just ruins it honestly i really wish they had kind of done like the monster of the week for a little while longer and then led into like the big story arc and then maybe gone back to like the monster of the week stuff for just a little while you know just kind of like pace the arcs out a little bit more
1: you see, I think that uh, I think what should have happened was uh, i i I forget names all the time. I apologize podcast viewers, but the guy who portrayed the captains his name Aizen. isen i think I think it'd be way more interesting if they did go back to the Monster of the Week. and the whole time Eisen in the background they could have done a time skip with this too, was essentially working with the Quincys and made some weird like way where he could like repopulate the Quincy's or force people to be Quincy's and then have like an army of Quincy's against like the Shinigami captains and that could have been the final arc of Bleach. Oh.
2: No, cause... Bleach just kind of fell off after the the Ruki
1: I arc. know, but there's so much you
0: Now
2: recording.
1: Thank you, Craig. Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> it died. I had to bring it back. Okay.
1: But uh yeah, there's so much you could have done with Bleach that would've been interesting. But Tai Te Kubo is a shit hill, and he decided to not do that. So,
2: I, I, guess, think he, I, it, I think he actually just got forced to actually finish up the the series too, because uh, I, I'm pretty sure it actually just got canceled. Well, it did I actually think, get canceled, yeah.
0: Which uh, I can
1: I can empathize with a lot with manga artists is like I can't imagine the amount of burnout that having like a weekly shonen um, comic, like every week you have to have ten pages out. Like, and I mean, we all experience burnout just from like doing YouTube content creation. Like, I can only imagine how much worse it is with like a multi million dollar product that is like making weekly comics. And it's all like, unless you have like a team. For the most part, it's just yourself. Well,
2: all manga artists have teams. Like, Oda's not doing all this by hand, by himself. There's no fucking way.
1: I mean, they start off like that, right? No,
2: they don't. Well, I mean, um, like, pilot chapters and manuscripts will be done by the author himself, generally. But, like, once they are publicized, uh, Jumple generally uh, help them get, like, assistance to do work with them. Um, I want to say, I want to say, um, I want to say like uh, Kenshin's author was originally assistant of Oda's or it might have been something like that. There's like there like uh, there's a um there's a pretty steady audio uh, like uh, uh work pool of people who are um not really into like making manga just yet they're not like at that level and generally they'll uh, get that way by either like doing assistant work or just keeping on working on it like uh, but-
1: um like a tr- not a trainee but um. Like, like what is it called whenever like if you're going to like a program let's say if you want to go like, to
2: kind of but it's more like so um generally at least from my understanding because um the the authors of uh the authors of death note made a uh another series called bakuman which isn't as popular uh but it's really good um uh, because it's they essentially... look exactly
1: like their characters <laughs> do they really yeah, no, they look exactly like their characters. Oh, like the, I didn't like know that.
2: Look. That's funny as <laughs> shit. Um, it's basically a story about two kids who want to make manga, and um, it goes into like the process. So generally, um, how it will work is uh, they'll storyboard a chapter um, on Monday, and then they go and get it to their editor for review. And then they'll do, like, touches up throughout the week, like, corresponding with what's going on back and forth, kind of getting feedback on it before being published later that week. Um, And... In that meantime, the assistants are there to like do all the coloring, all the detail work, all the shading. Um, there's like also, you know, the authors also doing the work, but there's like, yeah, because I think um, I think Naruto had, um, I think Naruto had uh, at least f- five assistants throughout the entire production. Something like that. One
0: of which is actually uh, started on Boruto and was like continuing it. Yeah, but it veered off course, and so they had to get uh, Kishimoto back on to uh, to like yeah. retard control.
2: I think the I think the I think the only author in Jump that doesn't have a dedicated assistant team is um, the guy who does Hunter Hunter. Um, and that's Togashi. Yeah. just yeah, that's partially due to the fact that. Um, That's partially due to the fact that uh, he doesn't have a consistent release schedule due to his health issues. Um, And also because his wife will help him out with the assistant work from time to time, too. And by the way, Um, his wife
0: is the lady that did Sailor Moon
2: yeah mm-hmm. um if and again if you if you're wanting like kino uh shonen to read monkey uh or watch because the anime is really good hunter hunter is something i would definitely uh suggest
0: but just 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 be prepared for the fact that you're gonna hit a wall where Togashi never hasn't finish.
2: updated it he
0: hasn't updated it in like what are we on
2: like six years now three years uh no four years now i think uh the last chapter came out in 2018 type in hiatus x hiatus let's let's see oh there's a website ultimate and to be fair and to be fair like the last update was in uh 2018 the last time that it was like regularly released was around um i want to say like near the midpoint of the chimera ants arc and that was like back in 2011 i believe
1: or if you want the ultimate hiatus, you can start reading Berserk because. Of... <laughs> uh...
2: Ah,
1: yeah, yeah, Berserk.
3: When it comes to Hunter Hunter and Berserk, um, I know that they're good, but I don't know if it's even worth starting if I'll never get a finish.
1: It it is absolutely worth reading Berserk, even though it's not um, be finished. With, I would with say with
2: Hunter Hunter, I would say yes, just due to the fact that um, Hunter Hunter starts off as Gon and Kila's story. Um, and I'm, I, I, like, I would say, like, at the point that they're at right now, it, it's concluded their stories. I don't really think Gon will ever be a main character again. Um, but, uh, it's now focusing more on Karapika and, uh, Gon's father. Um, but, like, I, I, I would, I, I can, I can safely recommend One Piece. Um, or not what One Piece. Uh, Hunter Hunter because also, it does have like it does have a conclusion to its story. Uh, I would say it's not like it, it's not that like better the,
3: is that better manga or anime?
2: Um, I really like Togashi's art style. Like I fucking adore it. Um, but the anime is also pretty phenomenal. Like the 2011 anime is, um very very well done uh you you really can't go wrong with either um i would say that like if you enjoy the manga the anime in height uh, heightens it um but there's like something about togashi's art style that i've always really liked it's a very um it has a very rough feel to it that um you don't really see with a lot of other things there are a lot almost sounds
1: like, like you're describing it ugly (laughs) <laughs> it looks um, really rough
0: well i mean <laughs> well no this is the same guy that did uh Yu, Yu haku show for reference
2: yeah well yeah uh, so so like when i say rough i mean like rough as in it's it, it can feel very raw like um when 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 a character gets massacred by uh a, a, a monster in in the series like it's very it's very like shocking because of it's like it, it's like very brutal and the character like i there's there's like um there's there's uh there's a there's a very infamous chapter where it's clearly not done and they just literally uh publish storyboards that uh kind of gives you an idea of some things but there's also like genuine parts that are like really well done i i i i, I don't know if i'm selling it well or not but like um that and there's like the other two manga that i really like um i am a hero and vagabond also have a very like rough feel to them uh that's more by design than like art style though uh like, because
1: um, yeah with, i mean with with berserk in particular um i would say it's worth reading because it, it is yeah. like it is like a really fantastic story and you really like because it's like i mean you like depressing shit right bumpki well,
3: the let depressing, me tell you about. brutal, violent,
2: anything. Yeah, I mean, you will uh, really like Berserk. has
1: all of that and more. <laughs> well,
3: I,
2: I, I will I will though however say Berserk doesn't have what I would consider a um a uh, a, a satisfying ending. And if that's something that bothers you, I I, I would not recommend uh Berserk.
3: Well, do you think it, maybe somebody on his team might finish it for him?
2: Um I don't, I don't know they've they do announced anything like that.
1: Well his his art is so like it's so phenomenal. Like there's it's impeccable. It's like almost God tier when it comes to manga art. Well, it's artists.
2: distinct. It's distinct. It's so um, yeah, it's
1: so distinct and so like detail oriented. There's a reason why this motherfucker died because he had a heart issue. Because there was so much stress that came to make um... berserk
2: i i i i really do like miura's art style it it was it was really good i wouldn't say it's like the pinnacle of art though i would say the guy
1: it is up there i would say
2: that the guy who does the illustrations for the one punch man published manga is on that level because he he draws like like people people make fucking animatics of like Panels from One Punch Man, and it's like so fucking detailed with like all the different shifts in perspective that you can easily turn into like an animated feature. Um, you'd,
1: pro- you'd probably like One Punch Man. Um, yeah. I don't know if you know much about it. Um,
3: from what I remember seeing on 4chan, uh, wasn't the author pretty bad at doing art, but like he just did it anyway, like the initial draft, and it was really crude drawings, but it still had the same story and humor?
2: The, right. the the story with one is is um it started and, off and, as a webcomic yeah and it really kind of it like it, one one has like a very interesting history um that's the guy who authors um uh uh the the series um he like he is the embodiment of the artist that never gets any encouragement like his family was extremely against the concept of him uh doing manga ever um and it kind of spills into some of his work especially uh mob psycho 100 um he he does a web comic and it's a one-man operation it's it's very rough <laughs> but the story is the story is compelling enough that uh people really don't give a shit like, no i'm his, looking at
3: it right now i like what i'm seeing i like yeah.
2: that shitty drawing.
1: this is peak art right here you know i mean but to
3: to a certain point even if i'm being ironic about it i do genuinely
2: like this like i would read a, if it was all like this i would read it like that yeah
1: but the uh well the thing that's why the... people
2: like actually do like there's the 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 actual production value uh version of one punch man that's like serialized but people still actively read the web comic too as right. as it's drawn in that phrase i don't I, even... but i'm oh, sorry
1: but it's uh i mean the thing with it's such a juxt- like juxtaposition between the the comic and like the actual um artist that does like the current uh serialized art because it's like you have like, this crappy looking like very crummy like web art and then how you have dare this, you this god tier shonen art uh, art that has influenced shonen ever since like it is it is so impeccable like it, it's it's incredible art so it's worth if you like reading the crummier style, like the webcomic, it has its own, like, sense of humor and charm to it. But I would also check out the serialized art because, then again, it has its own... Like, it, it takes that, but it pushes it to another level. Like, it's it's actually... It's funny on its own, but the actual story itself, I think you'd be like. Because, uh... What's his well, name? I
2: think, I think One Punch Man... I think One Punch Man is a little overhyped compared to Mob Psycho, to be honest. Um... I
1: mean, yeah, it's because, like, well... I think because when if you're trying to sell somebody on uh, the actual like One Punch Man versus Mob Psycho, I think it it has a funnier premise because it's like okay, you have One Punch Man and his whole thing is he can punch anyone and kill it like instantaneously, like he's a god, but he's really bored. And people like okay, where can you go from there? And I think that's probably why. But I've heard Mob Psycho is really good.
2: The other the other thing I here I'll show I'll show real quick because uh, Mob Psycho also kind of keeps a level of the more uh, web comic style art, but in a like really well produced way. Like I I would also highly recommend uh, the Mob Psycho 100 anime. Like uh, you got here I'll I'll send it. Also, uh, wait, where should I post this? Just post it in general. Yeah. Uh. But, See
0: I I actually um, like a couple of months ago like started going through the Mob Psycho 100 anime and I fucking loved it.
2: So you got like you know more simplistic art style but also kind of y- you can see like the the webcomic influences on in it and it's it's really good. It's really good. I would I I I I still stand by like yeah, you can watch One Punch Man as like your first thing, but I would highly highly recommend reading Mob Psycho or uh watching mob psycho first because i think it's the uh the stronger work it's also like finished too
0: it's always Uh, good to get a series that uh you know you're gonna get an ending to Mm -hmm. yeah
1: did we um have any more questions for simmy and jimmy over here
0: yes we do actually um this was from honk honk on twitter says not a patron or anything but ask that fucker when he's gonna upload to monkey d jones again (laughs) (laughs)
3: yeah that might be my biggest crime is that i i made this one piece review channel and then i kind of haven't posted on it all year um i'll probably stream to catch up on the chapters i haven't reviewed yet but i I can't promise when
2: all right i have to watch that because like i like one piece shit and i um I haven't watched like a whole lot of your your new videos but like I absolutely fucking adored the um the uh the Elliot Rogers series like the uh Oh
0: yeah, Easy Peasy actually had glowing praise for you on that series uh the last uh the last episode that he was on. He he's also a really big fan of like you your character
2: and the
1: your, the anime, con- reviews. Yeah, and your <laughs> anime
2: reviews. Yeah, reviews. Yeah. And Mumpkey's anime reviews were really fucking great. <laughs> they were really
1: <laughs>
3: I mean, I, I wish that uh, those types of videos didn't get me banned off of YouTube entirely, because I also really enjoyed the Elliot Rodgers stuff, but not much I can do about it now.
2: Not much you can do about it, yeah. But hey, at least it, you
0: were able to kind of bounce back from it and, and still be able to yeah. produce great content.
2: Yeah, yeah. It,
3: when you say uh, you know you haven't watched too much of the new stuff, that's because there hasn't been any. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I haven't posted a whole lot recently, but... You know, we'll get back on it. 2022—that's gonna be all of our year.
2: The year, yeah, yeah, seriously, holy we, shit! we did going get Gator 50k this year. Hell Reading yeah! We're gonna get Gator 50k. This is the year of Gator. I'm <laughs> gonna Gator. And I'm gonna promote was. the ever living shit out of like everything Gator that uh, I can this this year. Hell, Hell yeah! yeah.
1: What we really need is a schizo monkey art again, because that's what Easy Peasy said he loved the most out of your channel was like schizo, So, yeah, the schizo, like the whole like the Monkey Jones character reviewing like Monkey Jones's anime reviews. And then you had the actual Monkey Jones, which is closer to you. And he said that that was brilliant. He says he wants more of that. And I feel like that could work really fucking well. If you like if you have like a story arc, like again, with your character, people would be invested in it. Like it. It doesn't even have to be like a like a big special thing. Like you could do with um like Red Red Letter Media does, you know, because they have like a story arc to like their characters. But it's little stuff that adds up to like their season finale finale to their uh, Red Letter Media. So I feel like you could easily do something like that with Mumpkey Jones again, and then people will pick it up and watch it. And one of my favorite videos of yours isn't even like the anime reviews or high production value. One of my favorite videos of yours is literally you. Shoplifting the Naruto manga, and it's an actual video of you leaving the fucking (laughs) Books a Million, or where the fuck you're at, and the alarms are going off, (laughs) and (laughs) you run.
3: I mean, do do you want me to ruin the fun for you, or do you just want to live in this fantasy world?
1: Oh, did you not actually shoplift it? (laughs) No, of course not. The
3: fucking the siren is edited in. Is all shit <laughs> the only real part was when I was like wearing a round cowboy hat and it blew off my head and perfectly rolled away from me in the wind that was real everything else was fake
1: oh uh, but it's <laughs> just like the fact that you you tricked me for this long like, yeah. I I a I, simplistic shit that you could do like that that it's so funny um and also just you Naruto running the monkey mask was great
0: <laughs> that was pretty good But
1: I, I think that if you I think if you add the thing where, like, I'm going to be talking about this particular thing, but it, what what in the background what's happening is is there's a story art with Monkey Jones, people would be really invested with that because people yeah, like it. That would kind be of nice
3: if I could make videos with a, a fictional storyline as opposed to a real life storyline. Uh, I, I would like to transition back to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: I mean that's what like easy peasy and like we were all nerding out about because that 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 was a really brilliant thing you did with the monkey jones character so i mean like i know you're going to be doing the whole uh was it called what is that really fucked up movie that you and kino were going to review together
3: yeah a serbian film that's going on his channel
1: yeah if you do like also like monkey jones movie reviews or something like that but then you have like some weird schizophrenic shit that happens in the background <laughs> um people would like that so yeah
3: i might start doing that with uh i do a series where i review every monkey movie ever made maybe i can turn that into like a narrative
1: yeah you could do like a whole series where maybe you like actually return back to monkey and you get more and more monkey with each monkey movie yeah (laughs) return to monk yeah and then you just run around naked in the woods with a monkey mask eating a banana at the end of it that would be great
3: i have to be naked too okay i'll have to wait till summer
1: (laughs) And then you upload it to, like, your only Bananas. Only Bananas. Only Bananas. <laughs> only bananas.
2: <laughs> Wait, didn't yeah, you try to, good. um... Didn't you try to, like... Wasn't one of the things you tried to do when uh, Susan deleted everything was, um... Uh, try to, like, upload your entire archive onto Pornhub?
3: I might have. That does sound familiar. It's been a little bit. <laughs>
2: uh that, uh, that would shit.
3: be funny
1: if you had, like, an OnlyFans, though, if you just upload like, all the Monkey Jones content of OnlyFans. <laughs> like, you expect porn and naked photos of yourself, but no, it's just, like, old deleted videos.
3: Yeah, I guess uh, since everybody else is making money off the re-uploads, maybe I should invest in my old oh, stuff. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Hell yeah, I I'll, I'll old videos, that, Like, the videos that got deleted, I'll look them up, and they'll have, like, 50,000 views on somebody else's channel.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that happens from time to time. Yeah, I'm just glad that
3: people still have access to them.
1: I mean, I I mean, so if you want to, if if there's any way you could like do like maybe like a Patreon only archive of like your old stuff, but it's still your stuff and you're still making money off of it, that would be. Oh, I have
3: uh, I have an archive up for free that has all the old stuff. It just is not monetized.
1: Oh, okay. Well I mean like that that'd be a way of like monetizing your old stuff because they'd be like, okay, well I'm yeah. deleting it. And if you want to like legitimately watch it, which some people are into that, some people won't want to do it, but obviously if they want to support you, they could just do it on Patreon. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh was there I, I know you're muted right now, Gator. Was there any other questions for Mr. Um Seaman Seaman Demon? Seaman Demon? Seaman Demon
0: Demon? Okay, uh this is from Jay Dryas on Twitter it says, Has monkey seen Euphoria? If so, which one? God. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck <dude>? is Euphoria? <laughs> I, I keep seeing people the HBO show? Them. No, not the HBO
2: show. <laughs>
3: oh. No, I've I have seen the HBO show. You uh, think euphoria of the is a
2: porn game that has a lot of uh taboo fetishes such as urine and scat in it, i believe it, okay and then
0: i thought he were talking about the hbo
2: <laughs> no they're talking about the porn game slash uh hentai video I thought oh, you meant no. the hentai manga.
1: yeah there's a okay so um i don't you said you're not into cartoon porn but like would you be willing to read like a really fucked up hentai yeah so uh, euphoric because you like you like depressing shit of things that happen to the character. Well, this is the ultimate life ruination. Depressing shit is, is called, <laughs> it's called metamorphosis too, but it's called it's oh, euphoric. Oh yeah, it's getting
2: animated too, which is no, is it, no, uh, it really? Is it really? Yeah, metamorphosis is getting animated. Oh no. Jesus Christ, it just would
1: be a hentai straight up though, because it is a hentai, but with fucked up things that happen to the main character. So that's good. Uh, also. If you're willing to read um, manga, check out Oyasumi Pun, Pun or Good Night Punpun. That is a depression hole. You'd be like, you're, you're gonna read Oyasumi Pun, Pun and be like, oh my god, that dude's literally me. Um, I because... have
3: the first volume of that, and I, I've read a few chapters. I remember there's one character that's drawn like hyper realistic of a human head, and then like the main character is not even human at all.
1: Well it's uh, so the point of Oyasumi Punpun and it's kind of spoilers but not really um so Oyasumi Punpun he's supposed to look like a cute little bird character right like not look like a human that's because you're almost supposed to project on yourself on him but not really but what he represents is corruption of human life like he like he starts off as this innocent little bird because he's a white bird because obviously white birds represent like peace and innocence and then you get to see him turn more and more corrupt and fucked up and more human looking, but also more demonic at the same oh, time. Oh shit, that
3: actually sounds pretty good.
1: It's, yeah. It is the best manga I have ever read. Like, it, and the way he depicts depression, like he, the way he, he it's like, it's like, um, what's it called? What is that art style called? That's like, it's surrealist, it's surrealist art. Yeah, it's very surrealist art in the way he, is able to draw depression and what it feels like at the inside i've never seen it done better on anything because it's like it's he i mean he like the emotions that uh pun pun goes through you could tell that the author has experienced himself and it's it's phenomenal it's it's a it's a depressing loathing piece of art but it's it's one of those things where he talks about the human condition where it's not meant to be glamorized. It's supposed to be, like, the darkest part of it. Like, think about, um, think about, uh, what's it called? What was that, like, that, that fucking movie about the really fat black chick that, uh, everything fucked up happens to her? Precious. Think of? Yeah, think of, it's like the Precious of manga, except it's way better than Precious. Like, everything <laughs> fucked up happens to this kid. it. But you get to see him... Does he steal a giant bucket
0: him. of fried chicken, though, in the, one of the most racist moments of all time?
1: <laughs> it's... And no, but uh, there is like weird rapey, like pedophilic shit that happens. So one oh, of the no. characters, um, there is spousal abuse, there is depression, there's rape, there's kill. There's a killing in it. But I won't say what happens after that, because obviously that's spoiler Are you sure territory. this isn't an
0: anime about the Clintons? I'm just, just, just curious.
1: <laughs> no, no one dies two shots in the back of the head because they're okay, killing just themselves. Check it. <laughs> okay, Uh, But no, it is. I think that you would really like if you like depressing shit because oh, yes, it's completed. Yes, yes, it's completed. Oh,
3: cool. Yeah, I'll I'll probably binge that sometime.
1: It's it's worth it. Um, Yeah, like it. there's anime and manga in particular, they're mediums that are so much diversity to it. You just hear about like the mainstream stuff is like Shonen, which is obviously like One Piece, Bleach, Naruto, I guess like Demon Slayer now. But there's there's so much to it that if you really want to deep dive into it like that represents the human condition it's just not as popular because people don't want to get reminded like oh um life's depressing and things make you want to kill yourself um but but there are like like little pieces of nugget like that that i really enjoy that you can like look forward to and if you ever need like recommendations you can always dm us or ask Um, i'm the person who enjoys depressing shit the most out of all of our panelists so uh Uh, we've established so
3: you're the robin of the crew
1: i am the rob yes well i am i am the e-girl so i guess so (laughs) but uh yeah no it it, there's there's a lot to it it's just uh, a lot of the uh, more depressing stuff doesn't get as talked about especially with um japanese in particular like um there's this uh anime called regrets go yeah regrets is it Regrets go uh that's about the uh little panda girl oh
3: that's right, on panda? netflix right
1: yeah 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 so it uh, go it's about this girl who's like in her mid-20s just going through life and how like shitty being an adult is and it's really relatable totally relatable if you're an adult right <laughs> um but the japanese hate that character it's like the least popular sanrio character because they're like oh this is too close to reality and the japanese prefer like stuff that's um completely different than their own because they don't like to be reminded of really depressing shit. So, uh, well, is there any other questions, Gator?
0: Yes, actually, uh, <laughs> this is, this is a funny one, um, this is from Grima Wormbrain on Twitter, it says, all of you against Konata from Lucky Star, who wins? I, I think I know the answer to that one.
1: Hmm, I don't
2: know. I've never I, actually watched all of Lucky Star.
1: I like I think it Star kind of like the
2: first episode
1: lucky star is one of those animes i don't know if i recommend it to most people unless you're nostalgic for like early 2000s anime because it's a time capsule of like very 2007 to 2009 um but uh i I don't know i i feel like konata is literally me so i don't know it'd be like me versus my versus myself so i don't know probably lose
0: (laughs) yeah she seems she seems like like she could beat just about anybody's ass she's very she's very uh violent very angry uh
1: she's not violent no she's not violent or angry she just like she's um she plays a lot of video games so maybe she's very ci satri- such satri- satri- yeah. i can't speak you, you know very ah like, oh, god what uh never mind real Next gamer question. real
0: gamer moment real gamer moment
1: yeah oh, god i fucking i don't know my brain's shut off there for saccharine? a second
0: is that here is that what the word you're trying to think of
1: no sutri that sat- sat- I can't say it. What
0: I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get you to say it. spell it. such
1: that's uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, uh, fuck. I can't spell. Hold on. Hi, <laughs> right, welcome to
0: the Anime Boomer Podcast. where spooky. Can't can't words.
1: I'm fucking turning senile. Uh, you, know, strategic. Strategic. you know, the, 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 the... I oh, know strategic. I don't know why I can't fucking say that word.
0: <laughs> you know the, the the thing with the strategic. God, gotcha. I am
1: turning senile. Holy shit! What the fuck?
0: That means you're qualified to become president. Just give it like ten years.
1: Everybody gets a free waifu pillow of your choice. That is my first rule, President. Ninety,
0: 90 you can million. Sniff votes. it all you want. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, next question is: Distract enemies on Twitter says, "Who do you think is better, Nami or Robin?" I think we kind of answered this one, but oh, too
3: easy, too easy. Robin number one. Yeah. Nami, if anything, annoys me more than she thrills me. Well, there you go. I mean, just the the whole thing with Nami's character early on was that she's greedy. She wants to rob everybody, get the money. We don't know why. We find out in Arlong Park it's because she's saving up money to save her village from an evil pirate. But then Luffy saves the day, and Nami's character does not grow. She is still equally greedy to steal and, and pillage and get all this money with no motivation. And I do not understand why. She's a gold digger. Like it made sense when she was trying to save her village, but why does she want to do that now?
1: She just a thought. She's just a gold digger thought.
3: I don't know. Yeah, I mean essentially. Robin has nothing like that. Robin is just uh, a perfect waifu.
0: Yeah, and she's just yeah. she loves to read. She loves studying stuff. She's very intelligent and she's got uh big A big dark milkers. sense of humor. And a dark sense of humor. She's she's the essential goth GF. And she's a Milfi goth GF at that, so makes it even better. Yeah. Oh yeah, and her don't forget about her power where she can make, you know, parts of her body if you're fucking anywhere. Stop me if you don't want me to continue. <clears throat> anyway, next question. Uh Biggest Kiwi on Twitter says, best Gundam series. I don't know how much Gundam you've watched. None. Really?
1: Well
3: yeah, I don't know
0: anything about it. Uh giant robots and war crimes. That's that's basically the gist of Gundam.
1: Are you into like political stuff? Because it's literally like a lot of it's politics.
2: And war I mean, it really just depends. It depends. It's like some of it's like a war story stuff. Some of it's like um, it, it, it's it's a it's a weird series. It's a it's a weird series because it has like so many different um, like phases that it goes through. Some of it's like the silly uh, making models shit. Some of it's like. Really fucking hard-hitting, war is hell stuff. Uh, all to all to sell model kits.
1: So it's more prevalent now than ever.
2: Um, kind of.
1: Or bad, actually.
2: Um, it depends. Like the last Gundam series kind of doesn't really denounce it as much. I would say because the last Gundam series, Iron Blooded Orphans, was uh, primarily about like uh child soldier mercenaries that use war as a means to like actually fulfill their uh their goals and aspirations. I
0: have to describe it the way that Walrus Aurelius described it. He the, the way he described it is African child soldiers accidentally kick off the space boogaloo.
2: <laughs> kind of, kind of. Um but it, like, uh, as opposed to like something like War in the Pocket, where the 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 main strive is like war is bad and hell and and uh, terrible. Um, it's it's a lot more like war is like the only business that we know, and it's how we provide for our families. So uh, it, it, it takes a little bit more of a nuanced look, I guess. Um. At least from the perspective of the the, the soldiers in there, Double um, O is also pretty good with that, but it's more of uh, like the main the the main protagonist's like main goal at least originally is uh, um, stop stop war or else we'll fucking kill you with our war machines.
1: Stop war, or else we'll start a war.
2: <laughs> yeah, we've declared war on war. If war comes out, we'll go to war with it. okay (laughs) i don't know i like i like double o though there's a lot of good stuff in double o double o is pretty good i love g gundam which is
0: basically uh wwe meets gundam and every country has their own hilariously like borderline racist gundam and like all the space colonies are shaped like hilarious things like in the last episode with easy peasy we were talking about how neo mexico which is basically space mexico is a giant cactus shaped like a sombrero and their, <laughs> yeah. their Gundam also is like a giant cactus hat and it's
2: also like a desperado it's so yeah. damn funny <laughs> i miss the 80s well no that came out in 2003
0: did it really come out in 2003 i thought that was like i want to say
2: i think i no, it was either 2003 or 1999 that was part of Gundam's uh, it was 94 so i was, was close Yeah, it was part of, like, Gundam's uh, 20th anniversary, I want to say. Yeah, so it was in that nice
0: early 90s where, like, all of the the greatest anime ever all came out in, like, the same span.
2: I mean, there's still good anime that comes out today, too. Yeah, Uh, but, like, I I mean, just
0: think about, like, the early 90s, like, the animes that you talk about. Like, Evangelion was, I think, 95. Uh, That one... When did Lane come out? That was a little later 90s, I think. Lane was 98. Okay, yeah, so it was like that That's that span of, like, a couple of years where, like, this fantastic anime. I mean, they still are producing fantastic stuff, just like that. Oh. That stretch. I guess just, I'm biased because that's when I was, like, you know, really getting into it, like, towards... Well,
1: oh, like you're an anime boomer or something? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, now all I want to do is grill with my Daki Makara.
1: Well, speaking of depressing uh, mechas, have you, like, I think this is, uh, obligatory have you seen um evangelion yet monkey
3: yes i have i uh when i did the monkeys anime review for it unlike the previous uh, anime reviews i wanted to actually watch that one instead of just making shit up about it to review it so <laughs> i did watch that one
1: what do you think i forget what you said before what'd you think uh, about it
3: I-, I liked it it's good
1: you didn't relate really like to shinji akari right you're like oh he's literally me
3: uh I, it's been a few years but i i think i was more interested in the female characters i didn't really care for shinji
1: that's that's good because like there's there's too many males that uh, look at shinji yukari as like you know like oh he's literally me and it's like you didn't understand the fucking point of it but <laughs> and it shows you're not supposed to like shinji i mean as soon as he's like
3: jerking off to comatose hospital patients i kind of uh <laughs> can't relate
1: yeah uh <laughs> he's a uh, he's a fucking creep yeah. but uh it's, I mean, with the whole like Shinji, he's literally me. It's like some people like do it just ironically because Shinji's like a shit. Um, oh yeah, but, Kino
3: Corner does that all the time.
1: Uh, but you're you're not supposed to relate to him. But there are people that are like they'll they'll be like uh, I just relate a lot to Shinji Ikari because uh, I'm also a fucking piece of shit incel that hates himself <laughs> and uh, I, I also would probably rape and choke out women if I had the chance to. And he's uh, just like literally me. I don't know, man. But who's the uh, best girl from Ava? Or do you remember? Uh,
3: is her name Misato? Is that the name of a character?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with that one. The older lady that drinks all the time. He has a pet I... penguin, right? Yeah, and that's she her. He has a
2: pet penguin. A freshwater yeah. penguin. Yeah, 100% I'm going with her. Hell yeah. It's you... also the non pedophile option. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Misato is the correct choice. You passed.
3: Or what about, uh, who's the, who's the guy who's introduced at the very end? And then, uh, and Shinji Karu. falls in love with him. Yeah, Karu, he's the second best waifu. Yeah, yeah. hell
1: yeah, that's my number one. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he's the only one that genuinely loves Shinji. Like, and people just don't want to recognize that, okay?
2: Well, I don't know about that, but the only one that shows, like, kindness to Shinji without any, like, Expectation of reward, maybe. I don't know. It's really that one's really weird.
1: Well, he's like, he it's like he loves Shinji. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't matter what Shinji looks like, he just always loved Shinji, regardless. And look, I, I, he's, he's, he's one of my husbandos because he's a good boy and he did nothing wrong. Okay. Isn't it his Mm -hmm. face like falling out of the sky at the very end? No, that's Ray's. Oh. Ray becomes the giant fucking monster white pale thing. So okay. I'm trying to find a more depressing shit you could read because uh, <laughs> um, OK, have you seen Akira?
3: Yeah, the the motorcycle movie. Yeah, yeah I saw the that a long movie. time ago. I don't remember much about it. Um, I know that uh, Rick and Morty did a parody of it recently.
1: Uh, mm. <laughs> I would read have the to have manga and for...
2: intellect to, to understand that. series. yes, yeah, truly.
1: Well, the accurate movie is so fucking great. If you love animation, um I g I would rewatch it again because it's just like so painstaking. Like even like looking at the buildings, like every single light that comes out of a building is shown and painted immaculately. Uh but also reading the manga is great too because the manga completes the story because um because it kinda like just for time purposes they can't fully expand upon it, but after where they leave off in the manga, it's it's more about the apocalypse that happened and like and they basically genocide almost all the women because oh. they rape them all no. to death and kill them because they force him to eat drugs and stuff like that. So uh, it's OK, it's, it's it's a really it's really, really good. With the manga. That does
3: sound like Elliot Rogers' preferred future.
1: <laughs> I mean, Tetsuo is kind of like the Elliot Rodger of a hero, I will say. <laughs> Um, I would
3: not be surprised if he was a big fan.
1: Let's see. Um, erased. It, it, erased is kind of depressing. It's pretty good. Um,
0: I like how you're picking like all of the like super depressed anime. Did you do you have like a, a word document? Like a gaslighting monkey. I, back I'm pulling into... my
1: monkey anime list. I'll have you know.
2: <laughs> oh, the gaslighting but, monkey document. or but, document. <laughs>
1: I, I wouldn't be recommending this if I didn't know he like because you do like monkey's depression hole, right? Like yeah. those videos. I because I know you like I like depressing shit too. Well, the reason I like depressing shit is not because I like I want to feel like depressed. I like depressing shit because it's the one. It's one of the few stories storylines that will allow it to take risk because if you just have like a happy-go-lucky like typical story that it's not really risk-taking right um but with depression like really depressing shit it's more likely to go take risk and show you something new that you really haven't seen before um that's why i like depressing shit but um erase is essentially some girl i it's spent a minute since i've seen it but i believe in erased he goes back it's like your mic gator Oh shit. <laughs> Hello? Can you Uh-oh. guys hear me?
0: I'm still oh, No I yeah. can.
1: I think I think Gator Gator's- Gator went into my, the shadow my
0: mic, Realm. My mic went to absolute shit for just a second. I fixed it.
1: Okay. <laughs> so anyway, with erased, I if I remember correctly, he goes back in time to help save a girl from dying. Um uh, and it's about uh abuse, it's about um him be like, I can fix her, actually, the anime. And uh I won't go into spoilers, but uh, it doesn't end like how you expect it to. Um, Let's see. So that's really good. Um, Obligatory. Have you seen Cowboy Bebop? Again,
3: that was a long time ago. I think back when it was on Toonami or Adult Swim or something. And I was probably in my mid-teens, but I would like to watch that again. I think the Netflix show uh, kind of got me thinking about it again, but uh, I never got around to actually watching it.
1: I would, I I really enjoyed rewatching it cuz me me and Gator both rewatched it because there's like a new shitty live action like you said but uh the, honestly watching it in the dub it's pretty good still like I I really really enjoyed it um uh Devilman Crybaby have you seen that no it's on Netflix it's about this teenage boy so it's based off of like a um an 80s show where, like, the 80s show was a typical, like, really cheesy, like, 80s anime about, like, this guy who defeats, like, the monster of the week. But then, um, the anime is a lot more of, like, okay, what would happen if this teenage boy actually got possessed by a demon? And, um, he gets, he goes crazy, he looks completely different, he gets, like, he walks around with a fucking giant boner all the girls like to gawk at. (laughs) Um, and basically it turns apocalyptic, like, hell world after like the third episode and it's depressing as fucking shit if you like depressing shit um it's only five episodes so um and you can watch it on Netflix though uh quick watch just an afternoon
0: I've got uh, one that's a bit of a longer series and I'm honestly surprised Spooky hasn't mentioned this one but it's called uh Higurashi when they cry
1: <laughs> yeah Higur-
0: Higurashi uh huh you want to talk about <laughs> fucked up uh, yeah it's it's pretty fucked up uh
1: do you like uh um, do you like crazy women monkey i feel like your uh history on the internet has told me, <laughs> it.
0: <It's> told me <laughs> you, do.
3: you know I, I used to but not so much anymore
1: okay yeah. well learn well, your uh, lesson
3: Good, good <laughs> man. Yep, yeah lessons learned
1: well like uh so Higarashi is about um like the i don't know if you know what a dating sim is yeah by chance so Higurashi, when it first came out in the '90s, it was like a—it came off as like a parody of dating sims, um, and that's what exactly it was. It was like a parody of dating sims because it's like you start off in this little, like, little village, and you got all these cute girls doing cute things, talking to you, and then like by the end of the first arc, things just go to fucking shit. Um, there's dead bodies. Uh, there's this one bitch goes crazy and so starts killing everybody, and then uh not to get to two spoilers but the main character dies and then after the main character dies it resets itself again and then more of the mystery comes out like why is every why does this keep happening why is there one by one each bitch turns fucking crazy and starts killing everyone um and uh, i has a it does have an ending. i think it's a satisfying ending um but but that's what it is is a murder mystery like is a murder mystery novel kind of mixed with a fantasy element but with uh, crazy fucking bitches
0: see this so, was made uh, back in the era when most games like that uh like the visual novels were all like eroge games or dating sims and so what it did was it kind of like turned the genre on its head a little bit by not actually being a dating sim and it, the story is just fan-fucking-tastic
1: hmm
0: and then of uh, course you know with that one the- called uh,
1: Higurashi Nonaku Nakukoruni, or the English term is when they cry, or when the cicadas cry.
0: When the cicadas, the cicadas cry, oh, Higurashi. Okay. Yeah. And see, speaking uh, of the uh, visual novel genre, I will always and forever recommend Steins Gate. It's one that yeah, starts... I've seen that one. Yeah. Did you like it?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You mentioned earlier, uh, Spooky, like they're... Somebody's trying to go back and save a girl from dying, and I instantly thought of Steins Gate. That's my favorite sequence of episodes.
1: It's, Hell yeah. uh, It's not... Erase isn't anything like Steins Gate. Like it's, it's like, I can fix her, the anime. So, you know, the whole I can fix her meme. Guy who's more fucked up. That. I can fix her. <laughs> I can fix her, but it's about children trying to... It, it's 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 really sad, because it's about the girl who goes through a really abusive relationship with her parents, and him be like, well, I could fix her, but he's still a child, and there's only so much you can do as a child, and people don't really listen to you when you're a kid, and it's it's very that, um, uh, it's like 13 episodes, it's worth watching <clears throat> if you like depressing shit, and it's uh, I don't know, it I, I I think it's really good for what I remember, but it's been a few years, but uh, when people refer to like, oh, what's a depressing shit anime? Oh, Erased. Uh, ah, yes, uh huh. <laughs> um Gantz is really cool Gantz has a lot of like um kind of depressing shit a lot of people just die <laughs> a lot of people like you you learn the characters and then by the like the next volume they're probably just dead um I read the read the manga and not really watch the anime but uh there's that I'm trying to see what else you would like Flam, I enjoyed like-
3: uh welcome to the NHK yeah I was yes, a pretty good one. yes
1: yes Welcome to the NHK is like that's it's an interesting piece of art because a lot of weaves when they're first getting into anime will watch it but they don't understand what it's trying to tell them and then there's a lot of people they turn it to fucking neats and they just do nothing but watch <laughs> anime. Is um, that not a
3: literally me anime? It, I mean yeah. it's
1: it has a very specific demographic of people in mind and its message is abundantly clear like hey get your shit together. Um, I will say the only thing that's kind of dumb about NHK is like he relies a lot on the girl character to help him get out. And I, I think a lot of wees will take that as like, oh, I have to wait for a cute girl to tell me to get my shit together. Or else yeah, I...
3: it was very much like a manic pixie dream girl kind of thing.
1: Uh-huh. Which yeah. fulfillment. But uh, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, ultimately, you have to change your life for the better for yourself. There's also an interesting piece of art called Me, Me, Me um and it's a music video and it's about that very subject too which is like neat hood and otaku culture go hand in hand and it's by the studio is it is it by gainax i think it is right
0: uh, right it might be i i, I think maybe me, me.
1: same people that made eva
0: yeah well that would be gainax then
1: Hmm. oh no it's like i think it's made by film students that or people that used to work with gainax made me made me i think
0: i'd have to look it anyway
1: up. it's a it's a music video it's supposed to be really fucking shocking but it, it gives you an idea of like the psychosis of meat of meats and otakus that do nothing but watch fucking hentai masturbate and watch anime and it goes through him and his relationship with a woman how he breaks up with her because dealing with a real woman gets on his nerves so bad that he leaves her because to be a fucking depressed neat, and um hey monkey, if you want to literally meet just... <laughs> but uh yeah me me me, it's uh
0: you'll probably but recognize also... this uh this anime girl, it gets posted like everywhere, hmm. yeah that it, look so, it looks anime. so
3: generic to me, I can't even distinguish the, it from any other anime girl
1: but that's I mean that's kind of the point that's of the it point. though, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. okay and it it goes really dark really fast and yeah it it's and then a lot of a lot of weebs uh or otakus or whatever they'll watch these pieces of media that's clearly made to give them a message of like don't get too sucked up with your hobbies with like your anime escapism to where you can't deal with the real life and they just ignore it and they this happens in japan especially but also over here in the west too and people will just will make excuses for it but yeah the, those are are depressing things you can watch um i'm gonna think of other things uh flam, you've been awfully quiet do you not like watching depressing shitholes like i do
2: <laughs> um it's just not normally the the scene that i go for uh my anime i generally watch um i'll generally watch more like sports anime or um action series uh or there's some horror series i really like too um but uh, yeah, it's mostly it's mostly like shonen uh, battle animes for me or equivalent like Dr. Stone.
1: Oh, if you want more anime movies to watch that are uh, really, kino, you know, um, Wolf Children, um, Ame and Yuki. That one will make you cry like a little bitch, guaranteed, like Wolf Children, Ame and Yuki. And it's um, it's about family. At the end of the day, we all have family, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's about the relationship of um it's it's not it's a single woman, but unlike most like Western single women, it's not like hashtag girl boss, you don't need no man. But it's literally about this woman who's single because her husband died and she has to figure out how to deal with real life oh and the catch is her children turn into wolves so they they turn from like wolves to people and she doesn't she's just a normal human and she has to figure out how to deal with this and obviously the wolf part of it is just like people growing up and dealing with that but it is it is such a keto movie and it's so it will make you cry and it'll give you such intense feelings i i love it um, did you guys ever cry
3: from one piece <laughs> No, but I teared uh, up a
2: little bit. I teared up a little bit at the end of uh, Marine Ford. I thought it was pretty sad. I'll tell you I what mean, moment. One, got one piece me. has
3: made me cry more than any other media ever.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you the moment that really got me, and I posted about this the other day. Was the at the end of Ina's lobby, the uh, the scene with the uh, the Viking funeral for one of the most important members of the crew, and. Uh, that scene, you know, like the uh, like the trad-bearded guy where it's like the dark over his face. It's just like, you know, men don't feel... He, he didn't cry in Titanic. Do men even have feelings? That was it for me. <laughs> that was it for me. I, the, the, just the darkness over my eyes. Just like... You were the most important member of the crew. Rest um, in peace. Uh,
1: if uh, another anime movie... You could probably relate a lot to this. I think all of us on the panel could probably relate to this. It's called Perfect Blue.
3: I've seen um, Kino Corner's uh review and podcast about that, but I have not seen the movie.
1: It is worth a watch. I mean, I'm sure you already get the premise, but uh yeah. in case somebody's listening, it's about uh it's essentially it's about parasocial relationships at the end of the day. It's about like idol culture and the way they present uh almost like weird relationship, even though you don't know this person, and how obsessed they can be with you over like their idolization over you specifically. So um it's uh it's a concept that was it it was kinda dated with like the the idol stuff, but now it's like it's more prevalent than ever. Uh let's see. Paprika is also good, another Satoshi Kone. Uh that's about uh that's about uh essentially um people say that um fuck, what's that movie? Like Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Uh, oh
0: I know what you're which, talking it's about. Like Inception.
1: Dream in a dream. Inception inception is people claim that inception was just a ripoff at paprika and i can i can totally get it but they're two different movies completely um but it's very that it's very much of like being in control of your dreams um so there's that
2: and like Uh, a relatively like exclusive concept inception's more about like uh pseudo sci-fi shit to like mm -hmm. uh and and like uh, it's like I'd say Inception's more of a a heist film than it is like a a dream film. Yeah, you know? it's
1: more of a typical action film.
2: Well, not um, a typical action, but like a heist film. Like it's like um, it's like a it's like an Ocean's Eleven, but with like sci-fi dream elements.
1: It. I mean, like I I always get really impressed with like the technical aspect of it of um. That movie in particular, like how they did, like, shoot all the scenes. So like, I think that's cool of it, but Paprika is like a completely different movie. Um, you might like this uh, Sayonara is at Zupo Sensei, which is goodbye, depressed uh, teacher. Um, or in, teacher in despair, should I yeah, that's say. That's a
0: classic. That's a classic.
1: It, it's a comedy. It's about a guy who constantly wants to kill himself, but he's cucked <laughs> out of it. But
0: he, yeah, he keeps getting fucked out of it.
3: <laughs> the teacher's yeah. name is Professor Kaido
1: uh -hmm. let me see i don't even remember it's uh nozomo nozumo Nozumo? oh it's Uh, not
3: professor kaido
1: no it's not him that's for different anime but it's so the brilliant part of it is that it's one of those it it was um the manga artist knew exactly how it wanted to end so whenever the anime started airing the opening song, the opening, is basically spoilers and showing exactly what the actual story is about. But you don't realize this until the very end of the manga. Um, and it never gets brought up in the anime until like... Uh, it never gets brought up in the anime at all, you don't realize it until the very end of the manga. But what Sarnar Setsubo-sensei is about is this guy who is clinically depressed, always wants to kill himself, always ties the noose, but some fucking bitch comes over and stops him last minute from killing himself. And that's just a reoccurring gag in it, but, uh, I like it. Let's see. You
2: know, those people that, like, step in to prevent suicide, they're a bunch of fucking assholes, you know?
1: Yeah, he gets constantly cucked out of it.
2: Yeah, fucking, Uh they're like, uh, it's like, uh, it's fucking, uh, cock blockers, but for offing yourself.
1: Neck blockers?
2: Neck blockers, maybe.
1: (laughs) Um... One of my favorite animes of all time is Samurai Champloo. It's not really depressing, but it's it's fucking, it's amazing. Do you know about uh, Lo-Fi Hip Hop Beats, Monkey? Yeah. That's a lot of the origin from that particular music genre. It comes from Samurai Champloo.
2: Who's a uh, music composer, Nujabes? Uh, I think that was like the last big project that he worked in, in um, before his death.
1: Right, uh-huh. It's, it's really, that's really sad of it, but like it the anime is so... Fucking good! I love it. Pretty good. Let's see. Uh, girl who left her time. I remember it being good, but it's been so many years since I've seen it. Oh, uh, oh, here's a literally me anime. That's kind of depressing. Um, uh, it's called uh, no matter how I look, it's not my fault, you guys, that I'm unpopular. Yeah,
3: Watamote. Watamote. Uh-huh. Yeah, big fan. <laughs> I was actually trying to buy volume one of it, and it's just out of print. You can't even get it anymore. You have to buy it for, like, 60 bucks on eBay. Oh, shit. Really?
1: Yeah. But, uh, I mean, if you guys are just listening, I'll describe it. It's about um, a girl with severe social anxiety. And you would think that would be a terrible thing to watch, but it's supposed to be cringe but she represents like social anxiety and I think it's, I think it's interesting. I think it's a really interesting piece of art. It made me laugh, but it almost makes me feel like I'm laughing at myself because I was extremely socially anxious when I was around her age. Like, like a very similar point. Like I never like just let my hair get really gross to get uh, ants inside of it. That is a, that is a her thing. I've never done that, but um, it's really relatable if you ever had severe social anxiety and, to see it almost laugh at a character because it's almost like you're laughing at yourself in a way <clears throat>
3: yeah my favorite scene uh, i was gonna say for watamote my favorite scene is when tomoko wins like uh, a massager mm-hmm. it's basically like a vibrator but she's uh-huh. not using it sexually she's just like using it on her neck and her muscles but she falls asleep Watching like some hot guy TV show and the that has the in her same head. voice as
1: her brother, pretty much I yeah. think too.
3: <laughs> but like she falls asleep with it vibrating, and then her dad walks in on her. Like that's my favorite moment. Oh, no,
1: I I really I think it's from that same episode. But my favorite is when she's trying to give him the handshake, and it's just incredibly sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. But I think that's my my list of depressing shit to check out in case Monkey likes it. Because uh, again, I like depressing shit just because I like to be shocked. I like to I like to read stuff that's completely different than what I'm used to because I I like to be challenged. At whatever piece of art I'm I'm looking at or watching or reading.
3: Yeah, I've I feel like. I might be numb to a lot of horrific, gory violence or like torture. I, too, used to
1: browse 4chan as a, as yeah. a teenager.
3: <laughs> so when I find a piece of media that can even give a shock to my system, I know it's really special. So I'll have to check these out and see if they do anything for me.
1: I, uh, yeah, especially I, I really feel like you'll love Oh, You See Me, Pun Pun, because I mean, that, that is one of my favorite animes or mangas of all time. Because it, it, there's there's just nothing else like it in the market as far as far as manga goes, because it represents it represents depression so well in like a very surrealist art way, and it's 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 funny, it has funny moments to it, but it it, it is it represents like like innocence being corrupt with life going through it, um, which is a really special thing that a not a whole lot of mangas like to touch um not a whole lot of art in general like to touch like they don't really like to talk about like how corruption unless it's like a really shitty cheesy like teen drama but it doesn't really represent like hey there's more to life than just being a teenager there's a lot more to life like they can just influence you even when you're in your, as as a child right And that's what it shows it shows uh pun pun going through a child to like his early adulthood and it doesn't and like the the ending is a little bit more open-ended for your own interpretation but like that's it's for um a sh- for a manga like that it's it's better for a more interpretation and you'll see why if you decide to read it if you have any other questions or anything like that for mr uh mr Mumpkey over here
0: yeah i, I do want to recommend uh, there's an anime that's made by the creators of death note it's called platinum end and the premise is essentially that all of these people in japan all tried to kill themselves, but they were prevented from doing so by an angel that gives them special powers. And the whole premise is that they were given these special powers because they have to choose a new god. And so, and it just so happens, like, all these people in Japan, because Japan has the highest suicide rate in the country. And so it's like all these all these Japanese people have these special powers, and they're supposed to, like, get together and decide amongst themselves who's going to be the next god. But one of them figures out a loophole where where he could just kill all of the others and he'd become God. And so it becomes this, like, struggle to figure out who the other candidates are, avoid getting killed, and it's... Like, I I can't really give much more than that because there'd be massive spoilers, but... Which series is this? It's a Platinum End made by the creators of Death Note.
1: Yeah... You would you would figure like a like a country like Japan, they would like serialize and novelize more about talking about depression because it is so high over there. And like the I think a lot of it has to do with the workload, too, because they're expected no less than work 60 hours every week. And that, you know, that gets to some that gets to people, right? (laughs) But no, like there's a lot more um, just fantasy stuff, a lot more escapism instead for the market. And it almost gets kind of shame to talk about. The human condition about you know the dark feelings you have but um i always always really like it whenever there are anime or manga that's like that because those are conversations that need to be had and it's, it's it makes it more special if it's like in a, a series or a story but yeah do we do we have anything else for mr 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 uh you prefer Mumkey, jones Seaman Simmy and jimmy
3: uh, I mean, again hey, anything Lord. works for me i chose all the names i'll keep them all
1: okay
0: yeah, speaking of keeping them all, I do have one question, uh, to bring it full circle back to One Piece. How do you think that Blackbeard's able to have two Devil Fruits?
3: Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I've i seen a lot of people say that he actually has three, and he started off with the squid Devil Fruit. And squids have like three hearts, so maybe that's why he can have three fruits. But I've never be my best guess before. Not yet. I think he will transform into a giant kraken that attacks the the Sunny. Hmm. That's an interesting. Because theory. a fish devil fruit, no, surely they can swim, right? But yeah,
2: yeah cuz I, I don't know how that I don't know I don't know how that would work cuz like I don't think fish can fishmen use devil fruits. Yeah, Jack on Kaido's crew is oh, a yeah.
3: fishman, but when he went underwater, he was paralyzed. He could just breathe.
1: Hmm. Seems counterintuitive, but okay. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, it it would just be weird for, like, a sea animal to be a zone fruit. Well, maybe he'd be, like, so fucking big that he could just, like,
0: stick his feet on the bottom of the ocean and just walk like that or something.
2: I think it's just a specific property of the dark fruit.
3: Yeah, that could also be it, because it can nullify devil fruit abilities.
2: Yeah, well it can it can nullify devil fruit abilities, but it's also I think it's also probably the reason why he's able to absorb abilities like that. Yeah. I and I also think because like I there's there's like a lot of different aspects of it that are like clearly um not the same well, it's as like, like how other Vega, it's
0: like how Vegapunk can take um Kizaru's laser beams and give them to other
2: people well is is it that he's able to give it to other people or is he's he's able to replicate it maybe maybe yeah maybe it's just replication i think it's more of a replication i think i think um i think that like blackbeard might have like some information on like all the devil fruits out there uh that's not through Vegapunk, because I think Vegapunk is more finding different applications for Devil Fruits and also possibly some aspect of, like, artificial Devil Fruits, not, like, the uh, the smile stuff, but, like, uh, like probably better. Um, I think it's more of, like, mystic knowledge that was, like, lost that uh, Blackbeard was privy to.
3: A few other uh, clues that hint me towards the squid theory is, one, if you look at Blackbeard's uh, flag, it has eight tentacles coming out of it for the crossbones. And for two, they say that Blackbeard never sleeps, and I think squids only sleep like 40 seconds a day. So there's a lot of little things that are pointing towards that.
2: That would be really cool. That would be really cool.
0: That would be one that I I don't think a lot of people would see coming. Here here's Blackbeard's flag. I'll I'll pull it up on the screen. There, it's got the three heads. Yeah, three heads, like three hearts, three devil fruits. And then two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's yeah, eight. Yeah, that's an interesting theory. He yeah. might
3: have an octopus fruit or a squid or something. We have not seen a Kraken yet, and that is
0: uh that is a very pirate thing. basic pirate. Uh,
2: we've well, we've also seen like um we've seen um. Uh, we we we've seen examples of like mythical zone fruits that kind of could like be in that sort of vein, like uh, phoenixes and shit. So yeah. I, it, it fits. It fits with established themes in the series. It wouldn't be like, oh, this is suddenly an asshole.
0: And that would also reveal that uh, the way the devil fruit works is is heart based. So if somebody had two hearts, they could presumably have two devil. Yes. Yeah. Here's the thing, so Big Mom literally ate a
3: person who had a devil fruit, and then Big Mom now has that power. So my guess would be Blackbeard literally ripped Whitebeard's heart out and ate it
2: to get his power. That would be my guess. I haven't I haven't even seen that part. So she has uh, two devil fruit abilities now? No, she only has one. When That's she, how she her got her original one.
3: Yeah, she ate Mother Caramel by accident and then had her power.
2: Oh... Okay. Okay. Spoilers. Oh uh, yeah. All right. That's yeah. possible.
0: Well, I think we're gearing up to find out more about the devil fruits because they hinted that the uh, the the gum fruit has a different name apparently. Gosh. But we just don't know what that is
2: yet. That's going to be a little bit of an asshole. I feel if there's like a a a, a special like pedigree for the uh, the gum gum fruit. That's gonna be. That's gonna get into a little bit of asshole territory for me. Um, You've got to catch it, up on Wano before you
3: say that, because there's, yeah.
2: there's been a lot of discussion about it. Oh God! Oh, and I, I just remembered Wano has fucking time travel too. Fuck. Yes. No, it does. they did it
3: right though. They, they did, did it, it right. right. You can only go right. Into the future. There might
2: be like, there might be some like predestination bullshit of like why Luffy just happened to come across the the gum gum fruit.
3: Well, if you remember, in during the referee, when Eam like the big bad of the whole world, he goes into his secret chamber, and there's a giant straw hat that looks just like Luffy's. So I feel like Luffy has to have some sort of destiny bullshit anyway, just based. Well, that's
2: more of uh, that's that's more of uh, Roger, because that was originally Roger's hat. Right, but uh, Uh, where did Roger get this from? Because it's it's Roger. Roger got it from someone else. Joy Boy's hat. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, I. okay, I need to fucking read Wano, holy shit. Ugh. Yeah, you
0: do. They've done a shitload of lore dropping on, like, the history of the world and shit. Yeah, I would say the Odin flashback is my favorite flashback in the whole story. Easily, easily. Yeah, you learn so much from just that one little, like, like how many chapters? It's it's like a good It's like show. 11. Yeah. Trust me, you will, when you get to that point, you're gonna be like, holy shit. Hmm. Okay. Where did you leave off at, by the way? I know you said it.
2: Right? Uh I I got to the end of uh the uh Big Mom arc oh, like right at the island. beginning of yeah, yeah, right Wait, at the beginning. You didn't
3: beginning. read Reverie?
2: No, I read that part too. I, I okay. think I stopped right, right around um right around where Luffy and Zoro are fighting off against Hawkins.
3: Okay. So you've got about 120 to go.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's just one weekend. You'll be fine.
2: Yeah. No, I'm gonna I I like I specifically try to like uh read one piece slowly because there's so much fucking details that speed reading speed reading it really does uh dissor- disservice.
0: Oh yeah, that that's very true. Um especially especially Wano. Wano is one that you have to like really pay attention and let some of this stuff sink in because you're like Wait a minute. There's some callbacks to stuff from early. There's some hints at what may be ahead. Um, like, the entire world is, like, going completely to shit. Uh, it's just... You can really tell that we're hitting, like, the like the, the climax of the series. We're just climbing up that river. Which is funny, because they actually All have right. to climb up a giant river to get to Wano.
1: Well, Sarah, I think we're starting to wind down. Is there anything yeah. else we... We need to get through, Mister, Th- through uh, Mister, um, um, retard, uh, yeah, loser, right. <laughs> f slur, over here.
3: Oh, you could say f at the beginning, but not at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. I
1: guess it's more editing for me to say f for a, uh, you know, <laughs> Mister Gator over here. I get. I don't want to say f too often. Do the zero
2: punctuation thing. <laughs> Oh yes, yeah, that that would be pretty funny. Right then, (laughs) then just says the N word like five times.
1: I mean, I could say it five times right now, but you know,
2: you don't want to. I was like, let's not, let's not. Oh, thank you. You are a monkey, especially not if it's ever recorded. Yeah, that's a good way to get (laughs) in trouble.
3: You know what's funny? Speaking of One Piece and the N word, when I did the monkeys anime reviews for One Piece. Uh, I said, okay, the comment section is gonna write this one. The first fifty comments I get on this video will be the script for my one piece review. So naturally I say the N-word like ten times in that video.
2: <laughs> that's uh, pretty good. That is that's think, pretty good.
1: I think that uh what's sh- what's shitty though is like I think YouTube will like automatically remove your comment if you do write the N-word. Yeah. Oh, this was uh, back in like twenty fifteen.
2: Yeah, this uh, is back this is back before YouTube really fucking started to suck. Yeah. It uh, only kind of sucked back then. Gosh, damn. Holy shit.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Miss those days. Miss those days.
1: Yeah. Huh. That's why we're all boomers here.
0: Exactly. But yeah, it's
1: like, uh, I hope, I do hope you get around to, uh, reading some of the anime recommendation, uh, especially Oysu we Fun. I think that you would thoroughly enjoy. Um, but yeah. I We'd think, like to have you back that...
0: on after you've watched a couple of those to kind of give your takes and, and tell Spooky whether, like, wow, that was great, I loved it, or Wow, your recommendations suck dick. What's wrong with you?
1: I, I mean, I. Uh, here's the thing. I think that my my curation of anime taste has, is pretty immaculate at this point. And uh, if you wanted to talk about anime that makes you want to kill yourself, I can I could be here all day. Uh. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to
3: start off with the Cicada one, so maybe I'll come back to talk about that. Hell oh, yeah, yeah that would no, be awesome. That's cool.
1: If you... If you do like Higarashi, like that um artist or uh, the writer's name, I forget his name off the top of my head. Uh Ryu Zero Seven, is that is that how you say his name Gator?
0: Yeah, it's it's something like that. Um,
1: he, he he's made several When They Cry series. So there's like Ryukishi When They Cry 7, Seagulls. Yeah. yeah, when he When He Cry Seven, there's like a newer one that he made. And When They Cry Seagulls is about an actual like traditional well, it starts off as like a traditional murder mystery. And it's like one of the longest visual novels ever written to this day. Like it's literally all the Harry Potter books combined, but it's a really interesting story. Um so if you like Higarashi, um and if you're willing to read a lot, um that would be a good like series to start off with, because they all kind of connect, um, overarching, but you can read each series by itself. That makes sense. Yeah, is there is there anything else?
0: i think that about wraps it up you know this was going to be an episode about one piece and we did get a little bit of one piece but i, I like that it kind of veered off into anime in general as well um so that was that was pretty cool it was pretty cool it's good to have monkey and hopefully we can have you back on the show in the future Hell yeah We are getting to Dude, do it is, is it
1: kino anime edition is it is this anime particular is it kino just do a whole fucking dedication for reviewing one particular anime
3: yeah, we should force Kino Corner to watch some fucked up anime and have him review it with us.
1: Yeah, but he would say, "I don't have time." now we're gonna
3: Anim-ton! watch fucking Metamorphosis. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Oh, I mean, God. he might say he doesn't have time to you, but if I tell him to do it, I mean, he'll do it. So you are? Yeah. yeah, Metamorphosis
1: right. is really fucking dark.
3: He Get did ready. watch.
1: He did watch the newest Ghostbuster and MCU
3: movies because <laughs> of you. So. Yeah. He will not watch a superhero movie unless I tell him we have to review it. <laughs>
0: so you're just like mystery science theater 3000ing him where you send him cheesy movies the worst you can basically at this point yeah i do try
3: to torture him through film
1: if you do do an izakino on anime well you can either we could do anime boomers or whatever or izakino but uh you should definitely have us on so we can you know more thoroughly explain or whatever but uh yeah no there is uh, (laughs) a there's plenty of fucked up anime if you want to watch it uh i could i could give you some recommendations because uh when i was bored in high school or, like, you know, when I was a poor teenager, I would just look up really fucked up things to see how desensitized I could be. And, uh, you know, anime's definitely up there, so.
0: Hell yeah. All right, well, I think that <laughs> just about wraps it up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would how many think...
1: fucking gore threads can I get through? <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Just look at the offended page on uh, Encyclopedia Dramatica. Oh, uh, you've that's been all through you...
1: that a couple times, uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah.
0: God. That was like a fucking initiation ritual for like my friends. Yeah. It's like, oh, you got to look at this page, you got to look at this page. Yeah. And they should. It started off okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's it starts it, off, yeah.
0: That's how it gets and you. And then
1: and then you get through coatsey and then blue waffle and then you like you'll see um harlequin babies and then more diseases. Ha.
0: <laughs> 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 uh. Okay, well, I think that is the true, true uh, thing to end the podcast. I want to thank Mumpkin Jones for joining us, Spooky Weeb Trash, and the pupper-in-a-cupper Flamenco as well. If you guys like this episode, you want to watch more, you can go to GatorTime.live, which will take you to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TheGatorGamer. We are also on Anchor.fm, which is Spotify-owned. You can go to Anchor.fm slash AnimeBoomers, also AnimeBoomers.live will take you directly there. We have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TheGatorGamer. You can sign up and be a member, and you can watch us record episodes live on our YouTube feed. You can also go to YouTube.com/slash/TheGatorGamer/slash/Join, and you can join as a member and do the exact same thing. We like to be a little flexible here on the Anime Boom Podcast. If you hate Patreon or and like YouTube or like you know hate YouTube, like Patreon, whatever, uh, maybe we'll get a subscribe star in the future. But we're just focusing on on these ones for the moment and I will get the audio version. By the time you're listening to this, the audio version of the Easy Peasy episode will be up. There were a couple of things that have to be uh, fixed for Spotify because they they don't like certain kinds of, of conversation pieces. I'm keeping the conversations in, but there's like a word here and there. I have to, uh have to, yeah, unfortunately... right, and... right, like that.
1: Easy Peasy, we, <laughs> so uh, I think Monkey, if you don't know, he's from Israel and um a lot of the audience that watch the uh anime boomers like to ask very controversial questions involving <laughs> jewish anime and uh <laughs> okay
3: what are some famous jewish anime
1: i i i was i was i was just no uh, joking pico. with that
3: oh they don't have uh, any jewish anime out
1: there well we were talking about like jewish anime one of the things we said was like reincarnate as a slime because apparently it becomes like a war criminal and uh um, <sighs> If you catch my drift, those are the kind of questions that were being asked. And um...
3: what you're saying is, ECPZ has single-handedly killed 50 Palestinian children. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Correct. Correct. Just, Just like <laughs> Sheila Klein. <laughs> yep.
0: I think that's a, I think that's a requirement. That's the bare minimum.
1: I think that's yeah. like the very opener of like the fucking last an- uh, the last anime boomers too was like. <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: me asking him how many Palestinian children he killed. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, anyway, uh, before I get banned from YouTube, I better get out of here. I I want (laughs) to thank everybody for tuning in. Thanks, everybody, for supporting the show. And as always, we will see you next time.